0: what's going on ladies and gentlemen first of all let me start by saying um it seems like the last intro episode episode zero really it was really well received so that's that's always awesome it's always awesome to see um some positive feedback, I suppose. At least I got some positive comments, whatever that means. Um, but, anyways, I digress. I'm trying to get this one crack, and I'm running short on time this week. So, um, this week's episode. This week's episode is actually a two-parter, and um, I probably shouldn't start by saying that. I should probably just said that in the in, in the outro. Hmm. Food for thought for the next time. Right, anyways, so for those of you that follow my other podcast you this might all sound somewhat familiar the reason why that is is because these are actually excerpts from um that podcast and and the reason why i'm uploading them here is that at the time when filming these on for the other podcast um i was kind of getting my beak wet if you will on the interviewing other people for the podcast the podcast was still organically figuring out what it was gonna become. Um and it became something a little bit different than than what uh, what would naturally this podcast would go into. It's 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 not the right type of podcast. So um I decided when I initially re-uploaded my other podcast into iTunes to pull these episodes, primarily because they have a different feel, they have different kind of um basically feel. They're they're completely different than The other episodes, the other episodes are way more jovial, way more um, lighthearted, a lot more of just basically locker room talk. (laughs) So, when I re uploaded the other ones to iTunes, I already had an idea for this podcast. So, I thought I would yank those, pull them into these, give you a little bit more context as to what the the ideas were behind. But you will notice that during these episodes, um, you'll also find that Ruben, my co host for the other podcast, is part of the interviewing process and, and you'll see that it's a it's a mix of something more serious with a mix of the other podcasts and so there's some jovialness there's definitely some some funny parts in it and there's also the primary factor of interviewing somebody for whatever purpose and and on this episode we're interviewing a buddy of mine Eric who talks about his experience with military. He joined the Navy which you'll quickly learn about and his experiences both positive and negative um, after now being no longer part of the military. Um, the reason why it's a two-part episode is primarily because it's so long for some of you you'll really enjoy it because you'll have way more content for your probably work day and for others you'll be like, wow this is really long. So I apologize for those ahead of time. Uh, What else? What else? What else? I guess that's it for now. I'll I'll, I'll touch base with you guys on the outro. But I really want to just give you guys a little bit of context as to why this has a possibly different feel than what you may have gotten from the intro episode. Additionally, uh, I will be putting in some, some... context and at the end of the podcast as to when you should expect the next episode i'm feeling like i should release these two relatively quickly primarily because they kind of go together oh that's my phone um so anyways that's it let me i'll let you guys enjoy the podcast episode versus listening to me i'll not s- see you guys but i will uh you'll listen to me at the end smooth Jonathan, smooth So uh, I've been going. with it? What are you talking about? So oh. there's there's a uh, there's like it, it grows, but a lot of the time, like I've been trying to get interviewers to come in and do this, but it's trying to get people that that like have a, a knowledge in something is difficult, and a lot of times, if I feel like we're have to fucking move at some point, a lot of times uh, we we get trying to get somebody that has like an opinion on move something. Uh, we can a little bit. A lot of times, getting an opinion of of somebody who like has a knowledge in something is hard. Like we can pick somebody and talk about them, but at some point the the conversation dries up, right. and then you're like, well, okay. And then you're down to that dumb shit that I was avoiding with work, where it's like, so how's the weather today? It's crazy, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I feel you. It's uh, you, you get to a point where you're just like, hey. Or you just, the head nods. Yeah. Like when you pass the same people over and over again, like you don't even speak at some point. Like that's you one thing. just kind of avoid eye contact.
0: Yeah. That's one thing I see at work all the time, dude. You, like we walk by people and like you just don't even acknowledge each other anymore. It's like you just walk by and you either look away or you're just like, hi. And even a smile sometimes, like you're like, is that is that a real smile? Is that a fake smile? Is that an acknowledgement? What are we doing here? Like human nature in America has gotten very, very weird.
1: Uh, autonomous.
0: Yeah. autonomous it's it's becoming routine
1: yeah and um, I I saw like something similar when I was in college Uh, I mean you know I just got out of the military so I guess maybe my mentality was different but it feels like I I don't want to say like I went back in time or like I was kept like in jail or something you know but like it was like being released to the wild again well, there is a little bit of that, right? Uh, I mean, kinda. I guess, like socially, I was never much of a social person in school. Like that's why I partied, and then I'd get drunk, and I'd become a lot more sociable. But as far as like, I've always kind of had like my insecurities as far as like being social. Like my biggest con, my I don't know, concern. My biggest thing was that I uh, I never really kind of knew like how to how to act socially. Yeah, kinda. Cause I'll get like out of control. I'll get. Like, I'll get on some really, uh, like, fucked up topics, and I'll just let myself keep going until to the point where people are like, did you just say that? Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I did just say
0: that. Is that because and, it's not socially acceptable?
1: Uh, I don't know. Maybe. It depends on the subject we're talking about. I just feel like a lot of... I've just... A lot of people have told me, like, I just don't have a filter because I'll just let things out.
0: Yeah, I do that all the time.
1: And uh, I try... And that's that's when like when I really get around people I enjoy being around like I just, the filter just completely goes away and I just fucking let loose, and it's just like I don't really think about what I say. It's just kind of how I feel at the time or what I think at the time, and I think that that's better. I mean, I think we live in a cookie cutter world where people are sugar coating everything, and it's like mm-hmm. people get upset, like really genuinely get upset about their well, feelings we, when you say something that we, offends them.
0: Yeah, you know, we definitely live in a very, uh, what's the term, snowflake? Like in a very yeah. snowflake society right now where you have to have a safe space if you feel uncomfortable to, to relax in. And it's a very unique situation. Like right now, I can't imagine going to college right now. Like worrying about... That's
1: why I stopped going.
0: Yeah. Like going to a situation where you don't know if you should be sh- using she, him, it's oh like God. whatever. If you
1: ever have to even think that? It was like socially, it's shit. it's so say what weird, you gotta man. Say,
0: man, because
1: you know what? in the end, you know, I'm. I heard something. I don't know when, but I, I started to uh, started to say it more, and I'm starting to believe it more. That if you say something that offends me, or if if I don't like you, like that's a me problem, not a you problem. If you don't like me, well, that's a you problem, not a me problem. Anything that you do that has an effect on me, that, that's my fucking problem. And that's what, something I got to deal
0: with. Interesting.
1: Right? It's true, though. I got to
0: crunch that in my head a little bit more, but you might be right.
1: Because any, if I let anybody, doesn't matter what, if I let anybody have an effect on me, that's a me problem. That means I have a problem controlling something with my emotions or my
0: anger or my frustrations. kind of the same thing, but... In a way, right? Like, the, you do lend power to people when they when exactly. you let them get That's under exactly your skin. That's exactly what it is. Um. Because, for example, I was listening to that stupid Carrie Underwood song. I don't know why it was on the radio. The one where she, Which is the one that she beats up her boyfriend's truck. That's her only song, you mean? Yeah, the I was song listening to that stupid has. song. But I was thinking about that. I'm like, she destroys his truck. She keys up his truck. Whatever the fuck the song says. Yeah. And I'm like, if the guy would have came out with the new chick and he's seen his truck like like beat up, and then would have been like, all right, let's go take an Uber back to my place. We're going to fuck anyways. Like... Ultimately, that wouldn't have pissed her off anymore. Like, she would have been like, fuck it, ain't gonna get under her skin, right? Like, yeah, if he would have circumvented that whole thing, it would have been like, whatever. Then she, he still would have had to fix the truck, but ultimately, he would have still got his way, and she would have been pissed off that he got his way. So he would have not given her the power to get mad.
1: Well, what if she would have just like, fuck it, I'm just gonna fuck all your friends now instead?
0: <laughs> That's a possibility, too. Also, possibility. All right, so I guess we should get into say it. Like we, say an intro, we just shit. started talking. Okay, so you and I take classes together. Uh-huh. And so you had a very interesting, like, mindset on, like, the military because you're ex-military. So I don't know how much of yourself you want to talk about, like, personal details. But so let, let's let's start in the beginning. And if you want to give details about yourself, you can. You're more than happy to. Because um, you and I got into interesting talk about, like, the SEALs and, and all kinds of stuff. But you you were in the military for, like, how long? uh about six years. Six years. So, you, how old are you when you went in? I was twenty. Twenty. I had to do
1: an extra year in high school. That's why I was twenty. I'm super smart. I was one of those kids that <laughs> fucked off, and uh, when push came to shove, when they were like, "You want to drop out and start working," I was kind of like, "Well, when you say it like that, not really. Like, I really do like want to accomplish something." Right. I just felt like nobody ever gave a shit. Like nobody wanted to help me. And if it wasn't for uh, my my English teacher like I, I was always like you guys throw me in like English literature we learn about fucking Shakespeare and Macbeth how the fuck does that have anything to do with English you know what I mean I'm like I don't yeah. even know how to use punctuation marks and how to write and, you <laughs> yeah. know what I mean I'm like and yeah. you guys are, and you wonder why I'm failing I don't even know what I'm doing and so they put me in like a practical English class which is full of a bunch of uh, other real super smart <laughs> still performers. and uh, but he happened to be the wrestling coach too so he's kind of a hard ass and, uh, he just kind of demonstrated over, over the, I guess, what, the, the year or whatever that I was in school, uh, that he actually, I kind of always needed that, like, uh, male mentorship, companionship, uh, somebody to, like, hold me accountable and yeah.
0: break off in my ass if you're acting like a fucking idiot. I think males need that to a certain extent, for yeah, sure. Yeah,
1: especially if you didn't have, like, a very, uh, positive father figure around, which I kind of lacked, um... But he like He was really cool And uh, one day I came in Fucking high as shit I used to get blazed out In the morning And go
0: and clap <laughs> Maybe that was your English problem. problem Yeah that was probably A lot of
1: my problems <laughs> I just, But I, I was just You know A typical teenager Didn't give a fuck about anything I was angry at the world Yeah um, And he was like You know Hey You, you feeling alright He's like I need to talk to you on the hall and I'm like okay He's like Are you feeling alright And I was like Yeah He's like, Are you sure? I'm like, Yeah. He's like, Because if you need to go home, I can understand. And I, like, I didn't really get what he getting at. And I was like, I, I feel fine. And he kind of asked me, He's like, I'm going to ask you again. And he's like, I, I feel fine, you know? And uh, I, I genuinely was confused. I was like, what, what the fuck is this guy talking about? And then he's like, All right. He's like, Like I said, though, if you need to go home, I understand. And I'll, you know, put you down sick, then you go home. And then I'm like, no, nah, I feel good. And then, like, he kind of, like, looked at me. He's like, you some fucking vising, idiot. <laughs> and, like, it dawned on me what he was doing. I was like, oh, shit. He's giving you an out. Yeah, yeah. So, um, he just, he helped out a lot. Like, I stayed after class. He helped me figure out, like, what I was doing wrong. And then uh, I had actually gotten some trouble at the time. And I had to see this, like, probation psychologist and, uh, with a bunch of other fucking retard kids and all of them were like this guy's a fucking douche, this guy's a dick, blah 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 and I'm sitting in this room like, looking at all these punk ass kids I'm like, I guess I'm one of these guys I'm like, it's really not like, all you have to do is just shut the fuck up and do what they're telling you to do and you'll be out of this and you can go back to doing whatever you guys want to do so that's basically what I did and he was actually one of the guys who was like, you know what, he looked at my grades like, all left since 7th grade and whatever and was like Jesus. I'm like, dude, I'm like I don't do well in school. Like I can't just sit there and and learn. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's not my thing. I'm right. way too hyper. And then uh, he's like, Okay, well, let's get you started and let's get you get you working, let's get you a GED. I'm like, I don't wanna really wanna quit. Like, I'd like to prove, you know, for my grandparents, I'd like to show them like I could be the first of my brothers and sisters and my cousins to graduate from high school. It's kind of a big deal. And uh He's like, okay. He's like, well, uh, he kind of showed me how to use the planner. He's like, you're gonna come in here once a week. I'm gonna hold you accountable for your grades, and you're gonna you're gonna turn it around. He's like, it's not that hard, and he's like, you could do this. I was like, okay. And I'd quit smoking weed, and I was like, I really wanted to just get out of trouble and not be that guy. So he uh, he's like. So what's going on with homework? He's like, I'm like, dude, I can't do homework. I'm like, I've never had a good home environment, you know? I'd fucking, when I was a kid, I'd go home, hey, dad, can you help me with my homework? Psst, fucking ask your mom, fuck out of here. And, and uh, <laughs> I'd ask my mom, she's like, oh no, I don't know, honey, I'm too fucking high. I can't help you do shit right now. So guess what I didn't do? I didn't do homework. Right. And uh, it just, it's weird. I were just creatures of like habit and patterns. And what, if you just keep doing something long enough, it just becomes second nature. You don't even think about it. You just you just know what to do. So he's like, kind of looked at me, like kind of confused, scratched his head. and He's like, you know, if, if you can't do homework at home, he's like, then don't go home. Don't leave school until it's done. And I was like, wow, that actually makes a lot of fucking yeah. sense. Yeah. I never thought of that? So that's what I started doing. And then I just started doing all my assignments. And I started filling out this planner. And he told me to start scratching everything off. And I was done with it. And every Friday, I'd go in and do it. And within no time, I was getting straight A's. And then my English teacher I was telling you about, he uh, he calls me over to the desk one day after class. He's like, hey, let me uh, speak to you after class. I was like, all right. And the bell rings. Everyone leaves. He's like, come here. I want you to see something. And like he has like my grades pulled up. And he's like, here's your grades like six months ago or whatever and he's like here's your grades now i'm like yeah and he's like here's your grades last year here's your grades last the year before and here's your grades the year before i'm like yeah he's like you went from practically having straight f's to having straight a's i'm like what do i don't okay i don't are <laughs> getting out of here i'm like because i actually had some people trying to help me out i'm like i didn't really do much he's like i think you've actually done a lot he's like this is he said, "This is fucking remarkable," and I was like, "I, I didn't get it. I'm like, I don't really think it's a remarkable. I was just doing what I was supposed to do. Somebody actually held me accountable for once. Right. Like I, I realized how much I needed that and appreciated that. And then after 9/11, I was wanted to go in the military anyway, so it just kind of made sense. And like I, I, wanted to to do that. Like I need that that structure. I mean, I'd still be in there today if it wasn't a bunch of fucking
0: bullshit. But so, so what grade were you in when 9/11 happened?" Um.
1: I believe I was a sophomore, I was 16, so I believe I was a sophomore, um, and like, I don't know, probably six months or nine months after that, you just, I don't know, man, as, as high school kept going on, um, high school's a fucked up time for some kids, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I think a lot of kids. Hormone changes, yeah, body mm-hmm. changes, the social scene. Like, I fucking hated the social scene. I've always had, like, a fuck you mentality towards yeah. everybody. Like, I've always kind of kept my circle pretty small. Yeah. Like, I might associate with some people, but, like, I don't hang out with a lot of people. Right, right. You, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, and, like, I've always tried to be good, even at school. Like, I always tried, you know, when you're young, there's some tough guy bullshit and stupid, stupid shit. But even then, like, I always tried to kind of just get along with everybody. It only made sense. You know what I mean? Now, why make more friends than enemies?
0: Right. Yeah. That's a good um, philosophy in life.
1: <laughs> I mean, it keeps, like, drama-free is the way to be. I yeah. hate drama. I hate fucking
0: bullshit. I'm right there with you, dude. Like, mm. if somebody,
1: like, that's what I always deal with in, like, in high school. Like, if you want to get tough, to fucking do something. Everybody wants to run their mouth. Like,
0: yeah.
1: I'm not about that at all.
0: I hear you. We'll any fucking, any girl I've ever dated knows that. That's my philosophy. I'm like, I hate fucking drama. When, the when drama I got drama, I'm over this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, um,
1: but... It was just, it was interesting So I was like, I got angry and angrier And like watching that shit happen Like 9-11 was a crazy time And now we live in a world where we got fucking kids running around They were in, still in the nutsack You know what I mean? Yeah <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't even, yeah. they don't even yeah. understand Like how old are you, you? You're probably they, the same age yeah, it was like the same. yeah, well
0: he's a little younger than I am but Yeah, like a few months younger Okay yeah, So uh-huh. he's, he's, uh, he's just turned, you just turned 30, right? So yeah. what,
1: you guys were like 13 when that
0: happened? Uh, we we're, were freshmen. We're freshmen. Yeah, we were freshmen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so you were so, one. Yeah, of I was a
1: sophomore, maybe a junior, like somewhere around that time yeah. frame. Um I was 16, going on? Maybe it so changed the country. 17.
2: Oh, dude, the, feeling the feeling changed.
1: Like, yeah, dude, and for like months, like everyone was like, "Fucking!" Yeah, everybody had the stickers. You remember the we're stickers? Gonna fucking kill, fucking everybody.
3: Uh-huh. Yeah, no. <laughs> that, was, yes. that was exactly it. We're going to kill everybody. It didn't yeah. matter who. Just no, like,
0: everybody.
1: And, it, and it's, you know.
0: Everybody had I, the stickers on the cars. Yeah. Remember everybody selling bumper stickers for the cars? Every yeah. single car had a bumper sticker.
1: Yeah. United we stand. Never forget. And then now look. Fucking forgotten. No one gives a shit. Yeah. it's yeah. insane. Muslim sympathizers everywhere.
0: Well, I think, I think some of it, too, is also that we've... Um, We've added confusion, too, with that that whole event and a lot of conspiracy theories involved mm-hmm. and a lot of people wondering if there's something right. going on right. uh, And additionally. And then we're also starting to think that there's more... I think it's more common now that people are more open to the idea that there is some government kind of in situation and influence going on in there somewhere.
1: Yeah, um, I know I... I I don't even know how to address this subject because I, I kind of feel like I should tread lightly.
0: Right. Uh, so we'll get back to high school. So you saw you saw high school and you, you saw 9-11 and you said, like, I need to do something about this. And I think that was a lot of people's inkling at the moment, yeah, right? I,
1: it was before I kind of got in trouble. I was just, I don't know, man. Just I was at a point, me and my mom were just butting heads. My mom got in some trouble, um, like, legally. And, like, it, it just I lost her job. Um And just, I don't know, I lived with my, me and her lived with my uncle, who was a fucking diehard alcoholic, uh, who's also a manic depressive. Mm -hmm. And so, like, coming home to a dude, like, every night, that's just fucking hammered, and, like, he looks like he just wants to fucking destroy you. We never got in a fight or nothing like that, at least, like, physically, but, like, there was a lot of verbal stuff, and just, like... (laughs) He was just mean to my fucking mom all the time, and I felt like I could never do anything because we'd be out on the streets, nowhere to live, moving back to my grandma's house. So, like, I just bit my tongue, and, like, I just kind of dealt with it, and uh, he, he was he was very much an asshole for, for many years, but at the same time, like, I was probably a fucking asshole, too, you know what I mean? Um, but 9/11 happened. Some months went by, and I was like, "Fuck it." I hit a point. I don't know what. It was probably some girl problems too involved. That's this, always a variable, right? Fucking, yeah. <laughs> my, my first like girlfriend, and she was a real winner. Um, <laughs> just that was a fucking disaster. That was a bomb going off on my on my mind and on my
0: heart. That's the, women are easy for men, like a way to just completely just swirl things up in your head so easily man
1: honestly like she's a i don't know she's had her own struggles in life i I don't look back and say you know like i'm i'm 32 years old now i'm not looking at her and i see her back home when i go home and we talk and i'm wasn't friends with her or anything like that but like all my hatred for her is gone like right you you almost have to right like like, at some point you have to yeah Yeah. well there was there was a lot of fucked up shit and i won't get into (laughs) it all (laughs) um but there was a lot of fucked up shit. And just after that, that was another like, fuck it. I had a moment. We had this Marine Corps recruiter that would come around our school. Uh, and he was a fucking badass. Had a fucking bullet hole in his face. Oh, <laughs> jeez. Jeez. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> wow. and, But he was super calm, super nice guy. And I was like, look, dude, I'm, like, I'm thinking about joining the Marine Corps. And uh, he's like, all right so we went out had some like lunch once or twice we talked and uh he told me kind of about himself and how he was like in forest reconnaissance and fucking dude could speak like five different languages wow like he was an impressive impressive guy and uh started telling me all kinds of just like he almost did the opposite of recruiting you know what I mean? I think kind of what happened, he was telling me about himself and how he, like, I basically, like, he, they put him in recruiting to kind of, like, de-escalate this guy and kind of get him back to he had been through some shit. And I think they, they were trying to just help him rehabilitate back to society a bit, if that makes that's sense. That's interesting.
0: Yeah, well, that's interesting they would Maybe. choose to put him in that, in that situation. Uh, yeah, because kids can help you out, man. Like, kids mm. can
1: really, like, change everything about, like, they'll really make you calm down. I so when I worked for the school district. Uh, they'd ask me all the time. Like I went to a couple different job interviews. Uh, at the initial one, I got hired at, and then another one that I was trying to transfer for. Like they're like, "How do you, how do you feel about you know working around children?" I'm like, "Oh, kids are easy, man." I'm like, "Fucking adults are more childish than children in like, <laughs> many don't, kids, ways, right?" Kids, yeah. yeah, kids, you can't like you can't get mad at them because they don't understand. They don't right. know what they're doing. It's adults, and you're like you're being a vindictive piece of shit. Like you're, right. you're deliberately trying to get back at somebody for something they did to you, and that's fucking wrong. Right, mm-hmm. like kids, there's a
0: certain, like, ignorance. And it's not a bad ignorance, it's just an ignorance of the circumstances versus, like, it's adults nonsense. who do it for, for spites yeah. or, or for whatever intentions they're trying to get. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah they
1: can it. scream and yell. I mean, kids, but, like, they can scream and yell. And there's times where, like, fucking God, I want to put a bullet in my head. But, <laughs> you know, at the same time, like, they just, they need, they need something, somebody to show them how to be. They need, right. And, like, and if you... My dad never really did a lot of that. He was the exact opposite. He actually showed me a lot of what not to be, which is kind of a good thing, but also not very good because at a younger age, I was fucking nuts. I was mad all the time.
0: Well, when you're young, it's like you got two choices. When you see behavior like that, you either try to, like, mimic it because you think that's what you're supposed to do or you, you no. look at it and analyze it and say, I need to do the opposite of this.
1: No, it's, it's exactly monkey see, monkey do. Yeah. So it was interesting working with, with uh, that recruiter for a little while, just talking bullshit mostly. Um He's like, well, what would you want to do? I'm like, fucking give me a machine
0: gun. That's, that's all I want to do. <laughs> it's like the Halo mentality. Like, Halo came out around our age, and it's yeah, like everybody wanted. Theft yeah, everybody so wanted calm. to go in. Uh,
1: and I think that that's another kind of interesting subject, but uh, I think what happened was the guy kind of saw like a former version of himself. Hmm. And I, he's like, I was like I said, I was still 16, maybe had just turned 17, uh, and he's like, "You, he's like, you're not even 18 years old, man." I'm like, "I'm ready to go tomorrow, dude. Like, I fucking hate school.
0: My home life sucks. I got nothing going on." Was this before you turned your grades around?
1: Yeah, yeah, okay. this was before all that happened, and uh, that's when we were talking, and he was kind of like, you know, basically telling me some stuff about like special operations and how like they're a little bit better avenue to get into if combat is what you wanna do. And uh, I was like, okay and he's like most people don't really realize this. is like you they don't talk about this openly. He's like, But you gotta when you stack up on a door with a team full of guys, like you got a really high probability of getting shot by one of your own teammates. It's mm. just this close confinement with weapons, you know what I mean? And some of these guys aren't aren't the highest trained individuals. Like, that's a that's a different mentality when you get into like at the time it was like force reconnaissance which is now the, the MARSOC I don't I don't really know the Marine Corps aspect of special operations um but he's like you know you're not even 18 he's like and it's kind of difficult to get minors in he's like I could do it he's like but would your would your parents sign off on it and I was like oh yeah oh yeah I was like I could make <laughs> my mom do it like I could I'd drive her to the point where she'd just be like get the fuck out of here I want you gone and he's like fuck and He ended up telling me, like, you know, if this is something you want to do, then that's fine. He's like, but, he's like, if you want my opinion, he's like, I think you should stay in high school, get your diploma. And, uh, if this is something you want to do still, he's like, then come talk to me. He's like, but you dropping out of school now and just joining the Marine Corps, not even getting an adult diploma or nothing. He's like, this is going to have effects on you later. Um he's like, honestly, he's like, let me tell you something. The Marine Corps ain't fucking going anywhere, and this war ain't going anywhere.
0: Oh, yeah. I think I think we, we miss out. Like, there's those key people in your life who, like, sometimes help guide you in certain spots. And it seems like that teacher was definitely one of those for you. Yeah. And maybe even this guy was, was one for you.
1: Yeah, no, I've, I've learned that, like, I don't know, everything happens in life for a reason, whether you like that or not. Like, you meet people in life that have, like, some type of... Gravitational pull on you in one one way or another, and it's it's not by happenstance, absolutely not. You know what I mean? So, I mean, cause who knows? Like I've met strangers out of nowhere. You know what I mean? That would say something to you. That's just like, what the, what the fuck, dude? What, like, did you really just like say that? Cause it had to do or something in a way that was it just fits was a puzzle mind. that yeah, you've been working yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, like this is not coincidence. And there's just a lot of people that want to believe that though. They want to believe that it's just coincidence. and I mean, if that's what you think, then that's what you think, but I, I'm, I'm past that point in
0: my life. So, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but it, like the higher level of education you have going in, like it also affects your pay in the military, right?
1: Um, it, it depends, man. It depends on like what you get into. Hmm. If you go in as an officer, sure. As an enlisted, I don't know. Like there's so much stuff they'll give you like in contract, but it, it depends on the job you do. Excuse me, but uh, I don't. I don't look back at that and say like, I mean m- maybe they would have gave you like, I don't say it affects your pay, but like if you had some college or something, they may start you off instead of like as E1, you might be able to get like E2 or E3, um, and all that stuff's kind of negotiable.
0: So when you go in there, like you can negotiate like what you're gonna get is how much leeway you have. Uh,
1: if you know, if you have somebody goes with you that knows what they're doing, there's a lot of leeway. Hmm. But the problem is nobody knows what they're doing. And parents, if they they weren't in some time in their life, they don't really know what they're doing. And they have a way of, you know, everyone says, oh, my recruiter lied to me. There's kind of like this, eh. I wouldn't say my recruiter lied to me. But at the same time, like, if you know you're misleading the truth... Wouldn't you call that a lie? Yeah. They'll kind of tell you enough of the truth to be like, okay,
0: but there was. So what do you what do you feel like that he didn't fill you in on?
1: Uh, Just I ended up signing an extra two year reenlistment. Automatically. Yeah. Well, he told me that I had to basically because well, here's how it works. So when you go in um, to like any, this is for what i'm speaking of it's like for the navy cuz that's all i know the like other branches of service i'm sure there's stuff something similar but when you when you uh want to do what's considered a special program so for the navy it's seal swick eod diver uh i think rescue like crewmen for for helicopters um anything that's like a special program um you have to do what's called an obligation of service meaning upon your completion of training you will obligate in an additional amount of time because training was so long because they're extensive programs
0: right so that you still sense. have like a commitment to, to perform some sort of service because most of the initial two years you're gonna be training
1: yeah i mean just getting in through buds and sqt and getting in the seal team is you know roughly a two-year pipeline you know roughly a year and a half mm. just depends like if you get hurt if you get rolled um for whatever reason um so it can it can be a year year and a half two-year pipeline and uh so upon that completion date you're obligated to serve an additional amount of, of months, which for theirs at the time was like 51 months. Um, but, so if you already have some time left on your contract, then you're gonna need this extra time. But like, he told me that I, I should just sign now because I'd get the re-enlistment bonus for it now. And, uh, which was a kind of a scam because out of a $5,000 dollars reenlistment bonus, I got like $2,600.
0: Well, would it? Well, well, first of all, why didn't you get the full five thousand? Because they tax it. Oh, okay. Uh, wouldn't you get that anyways at reenlistment time?
1: Um, sh- y- yes, but it's different with an obligation of service. But yeah, you're still at some point if your if your time's up, you're gonna reenlist. So, uh, yes and no. Honestly, if you make it through some a special program, your reenlistment bonus would be higher. So instead of being like, hey, I need to reenlist for like a year and a half which at the time basically was like the obligation of service that I would have had to done had had I made it through that program Mm -hmm. the first time around. Um, So, you know, I go in so many months in boot camp, so many months in this other school, And then if you go right to BUDS from there, then you're looking at six months of BUDS, six months or more like SQTA pending.
0: So so let me stop you there. BUDS, for those that are listening that don't know, is like the special program or special ops training, right? Basic
1: underwater demolition SEAL training.
0: And that's all what like special ops guys have to go through? That's what you go through if you want to be a SEAL. Okay, so, like, all the other ones you named, the ones I, like, I didn't SWIC, recognize. uh
1: they have, so, uh, the Navy has uh, SEAL, SWIC, EOD, Diver, and Air Crewman. They'd all have to go through BUDS. No, they all have to go through their own program. Okay, so that's specifically for SEALs. Yeah, BUDS, that's okay. why it's Basic Underwater Demolition, SEAL Training. Okay. Um, SWIC is Special Warfare Combatant Craft Crewman. They take SEALs and other Special Ops out on gunboats and, uh...
0: Whether it's on the ocean or up rivers, stuff like that. So why are seals like the most well-known? Is because they they do the the most highly specialized stuff. Uh, because
1: I've never heard of Swick. You said. Yeah, Swick is honestly like they're bad fucking dudes, man. They're bad. It's it's a mini buds. I mean, it's, they're doing the same shit that we we're doing. Um, it's just instead of doing the full hell week that they do, it's like a three and a half day or four day hell week, which is still fucking brutal. Yeah. Um, I had a buddy that that's what he wanted to do. We were in a training program in Virginia, and uh, it was for all of us, for SEAL, Diver, EOD, SWIC. anybody wanted to go into those special programs, we could go there and train with dudes that were in the SEAL teams or EOD, and uh, we worked out and helped them out with stuff around their offices and uh, helped them logistically with some of their planning stuff, and we were kind of just like extra grunts for them when they needed muscle or they needed bodies for, for stuff. Um, but we got the opportunity to get kind of an inside view of, of the community and, uh, work out, get, get ready physically and mentally for, for this program. So we'd swim and run and and PT every day. It was a really good program. Uh, and my, my buddy, he, he wanted to go swick and he did it made it first time fucking killed it and swick from what i know he made it over to dev which is the Naval special warfare development group that's like top tier shit mm-hmm. um and that's not what they call themselves now but essentially that's what they were called um so he went over there i i haven't talked to him in years but he was doing that but i mean he that program is no joke either you know what i mean uh, the, if, to answer your question, why seals are most well known? <laughs> Hollywood movies. I mean, they're okay. bad motherfuckers. They're. I mean, but I. I don't understand. Uh, they. They do do different stuff than Green Berets, and Rangers, and Marine Corps Recon. But um, they're just. They're good at what they do, and that's kind of why they've gotten the rep. They've gotten the reputation because their warriors are fucking fierce. I mean, they've the guys that have died doing what they do. I mean, they have left a legacy behind, because they
0: they don't go out quietly. You know what I mean? Um, and the, the team that took down Osama. What was that? What special team was that?
1: Um, that's what I was telling you. Dev Group. Um, it was previously, and like it's kind of known as SEAL Team Six. Okay. Um, but they're, that's not their name anymore but that's just like, that's an unofficial title just like uh, for the Army they have Delta Force they don't go by that anymore that's an unofficial title but I mean they still call them that in small circles or maybe you know, um, civilians still know them as, as Delta Force um, from the last that I know they called them was CAG, uh, Combat Applications Group, um So it's this DevGrew is what Team 6 kind of grew to be known as when they changed their name. Uh, I don't really have the answer to those questions. It's more of like for operational security reasons they changed their names.
0: Interesting. Um, Makes sense.
1: And it's also like they were kind of supposed to be like um, tactics development guys. Like they're all handpicked special operations. So like you don't even get into DevGrew if you weren't already in the SEAL teams. Like, you have to get into the SEAL teams just to get hand-selected to be in in that team. So, like, honestly, if you're trying to get into those programs, I mean, that's kind of where
0: you want to go. Yeah, so it's, like, more of a condensed, like, they're hand-picked from the special guys yeah, to be a special, yeah. special group. It's not a... The best of yeah, the best. Yeah, yeah. So, all right, so you enlisted, then you went to where? Uh, well... Where do you want me to tell you? So you went to training where? <laughs> where do they usually
1: send, send uh, uh, for, Navy? Well, for the Navy, they send all the recruits out to uh, Naval Station Great Lakes, hmm. which is uh, Recruit Training Command, RTC. And uh, that's where you go through your fucking boot camp. And uh, for some guys, they call it A school, um, but that's like your whatever rate. They call it a rate. In the Navy, it's a rate and uh, army, I don't know what the air force calls it. But the army and the marine corps, it's MOS. Um, I honestly couldn't even tell you what MOS stands for off the top of my head. Um, but it's just the title of your like the title of your job position. Like so, in the Ra- navy, it's a rate. I was an enjimen, an EN. So enjimen A school was in Great Lakes, so I stayed there. So after after um, boot camp depending on your rate is when they send you to your a school so some guys go to like pensacola florida i think some guys go to mississippi some guys go to san diego uh it just depends on where your a school is at mine was in great lakes i kind of stayed out there i actually had a uh, a girlfriend i was seeing out there at the time i mean i saw her for the whole time i was in the navy um but that's where i went initially was was great lakes and then after that i got sent to uh, norfolk virginia
0: so this like despite whatever you sign up for so even if you're like a front infantry guy or if you're a like a, a tech of some sort you're still going through the boot camp right like you yeah. can you're not you're not escaping that
1: no you have to go through boot camp um, now it's a little different now the navy's kind of And again, I only speak for the Navy because I don't know the other branches of service. Um, But for the Navy, like if you want to get into like, I know at least for the SEAL program, they use it like to me, and I'm not the only guy who's thought of this, like they use that program as a massive recruiting tool Hmm. um, because they know that so many guys are going to get in there and not make it and they can send them wherever the Navy wants to send them. Like you don't get to choose a job you just go in you say oh i want to be a seal they're like okay we'll send you to this you do a pt test and if you pass they'll put you in this they'll give you orders to go to this to a buds class and then so what they were doing is putting all those guys together in boot camp so it was like one giant boot camp that was all going to buds and um, wow which I don't know if it's more beneficial or not Or if it's had any effect Like they've sat down and told us stuff About like how Basically like there's no way to To determine With any anything Like who's going to make it through these Selection programs right? Because it's a test of fucking intestinal fortitude And right. character right. And you're in your thinking ability I mean anybody can be tough It's not about being tough Like tough is sea
0: man in today's society, I disagree with you.
1: <laughs> yeah, but there's different variations of tough. Right,
0: but there's how many guys of, are like? I mean, we even see it in class too. How many guys are like you? I'm bro, I'm super tough, man. I'll, I'll take anybody down. Yeah, and but there's get- a
1: lot of bravado with that with that terminology, tough. And like, I've seen tough motherfuckers. Me too. i you fucking quit. Yeah. Because it's a uh, it becomes a mental game that if you don't know how to use your head, if you don't know how to think. Um, It'll, it'll overwhelm you to a point where, like, you feel like a child. hmm I mean...
0: That's Maybe he's got a breaking point, right? Like,
1: Sure, but some I- people also can just keep pushing to a point where... And I've, I've done it. I've, I've watched myself do it. This is why I think uh, a lot of guys in my predicament, like, you kind of kick yourself in the ass for of your life because, you know, you fucking cracked in a moment of weakness. And I'm not, you know... I own. I own my mistake. I own what I did. No, I. don't blame me quitting on anybody in the world except, except me. But I didn't know how to think at that time. You right. Know what I mean? And that's what they do. So like they, we would sit down in these these classes during. Uh, what do you call it? Like, um, buds prep, and they'd tell us about how like we were doing like psychological tests, because there was some company who figured out they could they could fig they they swore they could. Determine based on a psychological profiling test who was going to make it and who wasn't and you know what bullshit because some people's motivation and some people's determination is different like just because somebody might have thoughts that are different than other people's and i don't know really how they thought they were going to determine that um but it's just confidence in yourself and also knowing how to be rational and control yourself control your emotions control what you're thinking and right. feeling so you can fucking push it out of the way and take care of the task at hand because i've met more often than not i met guys that you wouldn't think but we're gonna make it that well those are the guys that made it and then you do have occasionally some guys you're like this guy's fucking beast he's gonna make it but I've seen a lot of beasts not make it and that doesn't mean that they still weren't beasts there were dudes that were I mean, one of the guys in my class was a fucking he signed pre a pro fighter like a year later I and mean, he'd been been training mma for his all through his teenage years and into adulthood i mean the guy been doing jiu and kickboxing for fucking over 10 years each you know what i mean before he went to buds and he didn't make it so it's just a interesting it's i don't know it's just like it's like
0: dropping dominoes or something, you know what I mean? So what happens to the guys that, like, want to enlist in Buzz, they go to that prep training school thing, and then they, they fail it? Do they go back to basic training? To, no, to No, no, that's what camp? I was
1: telling you. Like, the Navy uh, used it as, like, a massive recruiting tool. I'm convinced of that because why not? Like, why, why have people come in and say, oh, well, I don't want to go, I don't want to do those jobs, so I'm not going to join the Navy when they could... Like oh I'm gonna do the, be in the seal teams, they don't make it, and the navy says okay now I'm sending you to wherever we need you, so um, and that's basically what happened. So for me I went in on the back end of things changing. Like I was like on the when I went in, the still was done the old fashioned way,
2: mm-hmm. which
1: was you had to go in under what was called a source rating, and there was like a like a sheet of jobs that were source ratings, and I didn't qualify for three of the ones that I wanted to do that were, had anything to do with firearms. Okay. Um, and that's where I got kind of stuck into picking engine men. Um, so I had to pick a job and I had to go to to A school. And then from there, uh, because I didn't pass the screening test the first time when I was in Great Lakes, uh, they sent me to the fleet. So I had to do two years in the fleet before I could even try out again to go to Bud's. So at that point, do they pick what you're going to do? Uh, they pick where you're going to go. Like, I'm, what I'm going to do, that's my job, the EN, the, the rate. That's what you're going to do, which is where, it's like billets. They have billets opened up, you know, every so often. And they have, say, uh, we have 35 engine billets for E1 to E3 with the experience that you have which is essentially a seaman, but they call us firemen. Um, so, you don't really get a choice. Your, your detailer is like, oh, you're going here. Now, there's all the stipulations. You can kind of work with them. Uh, if somebody knows your detailer, like buddies, they can. buddies, you can always phone calls can be made. But when you're the unfortunate fuck like I was that didn't know shit and had no idea what the fuck to do, I was like crushed. Because I was convinced, dude, that, like, I was going to Bud's, like, mm. right when I joined the Navy. Yeah. And my recruiter was like, oh, all you got to do is volunteer. They're going to have a day at the pool where you volunteer. And, like, they did, but it was fucking, uh, it was a shit show. And nobody ever told me that I could have gone down to the pool and train with the dudes, like, that were on staff there for, for that program, for... Because they have a small pool at Great Lakes there that they use for what's called the dive motivators. It's all the guys that wanted to get into special programs in the Navy, whether it was SEAL SWIC, EOD, diver, air crew. You could go there before Reveille, so before 6 a.m., you could wake up at like 4 go down there pt with those guys and then you go back for to your division because all you essentially have to do is pass the screening test and then we can start the process to get you in into buds why uh i didn't know that nobody explained that to me during boot camp and it wasn't until after i got out of boot camp went over across the street started kind of pt'ing with some guys that were in this program and that's when i was like Oh, so I can go down there any time and work out with you guys? They're like, yeah, basically. And I by then, I didn't have much time left. I was like, okay, so I started doing that. Well, it it takes a while, you know. What I mean, if you're not in good shape, like it takes a while to get in that shape. And their their screening test is is pretty physically demanding, especially because you got to swim. So what is it? What's the screen test? Uh, let's see, it's 500, 500 yard swim. Don't quote me on the times, but I think it's 12 or 14 minutes. That's the cutoff. So all these things are going to be, like I tell you, these are the minimums. So it's like 12 or 14 minutes. I want to say 14, but I'm not sure. Um, And then you got 10 minutes from the swim to change out and be outside in pants and boots with with a shirt on. Then you do max push-ups in two minutes. Um, which at the time was a minimum of 42, a uh, max push-ups uh, or max excuse me, max sit-ups of of 50. Don't quote me on that. Roughly 50 in um, two minutes, and then max pull-ups, which was a minimum of like six. Now those numbers sound pretty low, and they are. Like it's not hard, but I guarantee you, like if you try out for that program and you did 42 push-ups and you stopped. They're going to say, get the fuck out of here. You do not have what it takes. Because obviously you're a bare minimum kind of guy, right? Mm. Like they want to see you pushing the whole time. So um, really what they want to see is a lot higher scores than that. And now they have like competitive scores where, I mean, maybe you could get a contract now if you didn't make those competitive scores. But it's so sought after that I, I would imagine that they're going to be like, now nah, your, your scores aren't high enough. And they want So what they want you swimming is like 9 to under and then you get 10 minutes change out and they want to see a hundred push-ups, they want to see a hundred sit-ups, they want to see 20 20 pull-ups or more and then you got a mile and a half run after that and the minimum was like, uh, I think it was a 12 minute cutoff, but they want to see like nine minutes.
0: So what's the rest time between like, you said 10 minutes to change to get ready for the push-ups, pull-ups and and sit-ups but do you have any time between that? Okay. You have two minutes. Okay. I'm trying to think if I could do it. I'm like my cardio would be a little, little, little. It's, it's low, tough, low.
1: dude. I'm all, like, the first time you do it, you have to. I mean, you really got to train. Just, right. Just
0: for that. I, I'm sure if you had a good, like, if you learned a really good swimming technique, that'd be key for yeah, that first well, you half of it. Yeah,
1: have to swim uh, combat side stroke, which, uh, you could do freestyle, but you're gonna die. This is in. What's an, combat
0: in, side stroke?
1: It's a, it's a form of side stroke. Um, they call it the recovery stroke sometimes, um, or just the side stroke. It's a very low profile, very uh, energy conservative swim on the side. But if you don't know how to do it, I mean, I spent two years in the pool every day unless I was out out at sea uh, training. Like I I had to swim religiously. It became my, my new thing. Because you have to develop that technique. So yeah. It's Just like what we're doing oh, now. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. What I mean, it's like boxing or anything else. Like, you can't just jump in there and know what to do. Right. So it, you got to start training. You got to start learning how to master that stroke. Just because, essentially, you're always swimming with fins while you're there. And I swim way better with the fins on. Like that's. I. That's all I ever did. I had a guy that I met. I. He kind of taught me how to how to side stroke because I was just going over there. I was going over there on my lunch break between class and during a school. They'd give us like forty five minute lunch or whatever and I'd run down to the pool, I'd change out as quick as I could, I'd swim for twenty minutes or fifteen minutes, and then I'd change back out and I'd run over to the galley and I'd grab a grab and go lunch, which is like a sandwich and like a granola bar and, and like an apple or a banana or something. And I'd head back. And I did this every day for the two, three months I was there. Two months or whatever, three months I was there. Um, and then like there was just I don't know, it's 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 a long story to get into but essentially like i didn't get much time to go to the pool it only opened at a certain time i had to be at school and like it's just military mentality from six to this time you had to you had to be here at the barracks you had to do room inspections every morning so it's like i wasn't given a whole lot of time there were days like i would fucking i don't know you start taking risks that could get you in trouble like i'm just gonna not show up for this because I'm going to go work out and hopefully I don't get reamed out later for it. And so it's kind of uh, demoralizing in the sense that, like, I had an opportunity for two months to, to train and boot camp, but I never got to. And ultimately, it doesn't matter. I ended up going anyway, but it, I had to do two years on a ship first, which is really demoralizing for a lot of people, um, especially when you don't join the Navy with those intentions. To be on a ship. Uh, not just on a sh- be on a ship, but just to not like. Th- I mean, there was a war going on, and I, I was like literally begging people. I'm like, why can't I just switch jobs? Like, why can't I go? Like, why can't you fuckers just send me to Afghanistan? Like, hmm. I'm volunteering to go, and I don't give a shit to do what. Like, it doesn't. It didn't make any sense, but like that's just how it works, you know? Like.
0: Eh. So that brings up a question I have. So like, let's say guys sign up, they go to boot camp, and they just like they they want to quit. Is there a quitting?
1: Oh yeah, you can quit. Well, it's hard to explain this. So define, define what you uh,
0: what you mean a little more. So like they want to get out. Uh, they want yeah, whatever signed up for. Well, they signed up for two years. this is year. where
1: like I, and this I don't know. I've heard this. I saw. I've only seen this happen one time. Um, you, there's a clause apparently, and this is apparently. I've never read this anywhere. I've only been told this by more than one person in the military but there's a clause essentially for like the first three months or six months that you're in don't quote me on any of those fucking numbers but there's a clause and if you're in boot camp all you have to do is and I shouldn't even say this because you know what it's a hardship, that's what it's meant for so if you're listening to this and you fucking use this as a way to get out because you just did something, you're a fucking pussy um but if you're like really against the military I mean everybody like I said everyone's gonna go there and be like oh, I'm gonna go home suck it up it's two months it's the fucking navy boot camp Jesus Christ but uh <laughs> it is it's a, it's kind of a joke dude it's
0: a joke how many people are still crying and it just seems like it's a lot of just teaching you discipline and teaching you routine and, you and breaking you down young, a little bit
1: young people that's just never been away from home right. mm-hmm. and it's it is a very kind of intimidating time but you're not doing anything like they're stressing you out a little bit it's not, I mean but yeah there's there's a way like one kid I remember we were getting like smoked if that's what you want to call it in, in Navy boot camp um, where they're just like PTing you okay um, to punish you and he stands up and he says, I'm a conscientious objector
0: <laughs> That seems mm. like the snowflake shit that's going on right now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and uh, from that moment on he went in the back room had a word with uh, like the master chief that was in charge of all of us over there and uh, I think he, he left like I never saw that dude again he stood up and was like I'm a conscientious objector and I, re- I refuse to do this anymore that dudes in a black room somewhere. No, uh, so no, uh, <laughs> nah, nah. like that's, They do that for shit. two years. Since like a basically, so what they do is, uh, and there's ways of going around it. Uh, when I was when I was in a school, I, I met a couple dudes. Like, cause this is back when uh, they had the what's called the "Don't Ask, Don't Tell." Yeah, policy. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's um,
0: gone now, right?
1: I guess. Yeah. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but uh, yeah, I, I think so. Uh, and I don't know how what it's been replaced with. Hmm. Um, I think it's obviously because there's having transgenders and shit in the military now so obviously it's like it's open you can just go in there like I'm I'm gay or queer or transgender or like there's a whole thing where like they're trying to get they they have transgender sensitivity training
0: Um, wow so I've heard about a lot of this stuff
1: which I think is like where we're headed with this is completely wrong it's a fucking military
0: the pussification of America is is active it's it's strong (laughs) apparently if it's going to the military wow sensitivity training
1: but um yeah, they just send those I mean, guys in
3: there first. You just freak out like the Taliban. <laughs> just send a transgender they don't like in there. Them. They, they might or it might just be like, "Oh man, it's the devil."
0: Um, just send those dudes in with a whole uh, bunch of ecstasy. And just yeah. spray the whole just, place down with ecstasy. Just freak them out.
1: <laughs> uh, I think they're they're freaked out enough. You know, I mean. There's a difference, I think, between the Taliban and just poor Afghani people that are just yeah. trying to yeah, that's get true. By, you know what I mean? That's true. Just like anybody. We're all just here on this fucking shithole planet Earth and just trying to get figure by. Figure it out, yeah. That is true. With with the, uh,
3: the Army's luck, they're going to send trans- some crazy now, transgender ones to the wrong like place.
1: They're going to do some fucking yeah. poke shit. Um, but I met dudes, like, when I was in, it was a different policy. don't ask don't tell and there were dudes that deliberately would go and get like stacks of gay porn and dildos and all kinds of fucked up shit and like get caught so they could get kicked out
0: oh because they wanted to get out
1: yeah okay i'm like that's pretty pretty fucked up way to go out like one dude i know they they let let him go
0: uh he like
1: he had a stack of like gay porn gay (laughs) porn DVDs
0: and like so in uh, what did your discharge papers say when
1: when I think what they do is uh, they give you what's called an administrative separation
0: (laughs) okay and so
1: um, essentially an admin SEP is like it's basically like you were never in.
0: I got you. They can't
1: really hold it against you. You're just kind of separated. There's no. It's not like a, an, a dishonorable or the other one they have is called a bad conduct discharge or the the big chicken dinner is what they like to call it. Big chicken um, dinner. Yeah, but it's like so those two are like the bad ones. And, uh, a dishonorable discharge and a.
0: Uh, you hear about that one occasionally.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I, to me, like you've got to fuck up pretty bad to get a dishonorable yeah. discharge even a bad conduct conduct discharge is kind of like you you gotta I don't wanna say try to do it but you gotta do something fucked up like something you shouldn't be doing in the first place right something criminal something uh maybe negligent but even then like it just depends but um he like slid a gay porn mag like halfway out under his closet door. Kinda oh, jeez. looked geez. Like it fell off. Oh, jeez. And so when they were doing room inspections, when he was gone one day, they fucking saw it, pulled it out, like, what the fuck, opened his closet up, found all
0: kinds of fucked up paraphernalia and pornography shit. And so they, they like, do room inspections when you're not there? Yeah. It's like prison? <laughs> uh,
1: I mean, it's the military. I mean, you, you, you are property. You are literally yeah. property of the United States government.
0: I thought, I thought like they did room inspections, but you know, you knew it was do. coming.
1: They do. sometimes they'll do like, uh, like they'll have the what's called personnel inspections. So like every morning, in my entire hallway, we had four dudes to a room, and so you'd have like a hundred dudes in a hallway, just lined up, like everyone's against the wall. The doors open. Um, and they'd come by and look at you, like uniform-wise, to make sure you're not all fucked up. You probably they probably don't even do that now because somebody might cry. Um, <laughs> but you know, go figure. You know, like you gotta look presentable, you right? Know, and yeah. And they have a specific, and it sucks because it's just routine, like every day. Yeah. They do it to make you just do it automatically.
0: they turn I think they're trying to teach you discipline. You know, a lot of well, the guys exactly come into it without discipline and come out of it a lot of times with discipline. And you
1: know? discipline is good. And yeah. I think I just think that at some point when you prove to be a person that no longer needs continual supervision, you should be allowed to... A little kinda, leeway. Yeah. 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 But it sucks because they put you with a bunch of fucking pieces of shit. That, and it's <laughs> true. And it's yeah. true, man. Yeah. I work with them at school right now. I've, I worked with them for six years in the Navy. You're like just pieces of shit. And you're getting brought down, you're having to stand around, and waste your free time or potential free time because somebody else made poor decisions and it's like I never really understood the whole punish everyone for the mistakes of a few mentality. It does serve a purpose, but so does, hey, guess what guys? You guys are all here suffering because that guy over there fucked you. He fucked you. Yeah. So you know what? When we walk away. If we're all to gonna get, fuck you. If he yeah. wants to get his face fucking smashed <laughs> yeah. on accident, if he wants to trip and fall in the gr- that's that's his bad.
0: Yeah, but yeah.
1: It, I don't know. There's just you get guys that are just in girls. Um, I met a lot of people in the military, and then from then on, I, I saw this. Uh, like started seeing it everywhere. I started cops, firefighters, nurses, people who were public servants. Uh, What happens is you get a lot of people I feel that don't really want to do the job Mm -hmm. They want to put on a uniform And tell people, masquerade around And tell people, this is what I do Mm -hmm. And uh, I had a buddy when i was in the navy he said you know think about the first woman who enlisted and sorry women out there i'm not turning this into a sexist thing as much as it is point of fact like did the first woman who en- made the big stink about becoming and, and getting in the military did she do that because she actually wanted to be in the military or did she do that as a a way for you know women's suffrage yeah and and her own personal gain mhm and i was like that's a interesting point of view because i think that at some point it's got to be a personal view thing. I mean, she may have wanted to be in the military, but definitely women's suffrage and personal point of view, a personal personal
0: gain. Now I'm curious. I would like to find out who the first female. Uh, uh, I Navy couldn't tell off the top of
1: my head. Um, but I'm just you know, because there's always been the talk about like these, these women in special operations, um, women in combat roles, which they're allowing now, and like interesting, really yeah they're allowing it and like uh, we actually were going to class on the mats with this girl and I think she's gone now but she was uh, we were we were working out uh, during one of the strength and conditioning sessions with with Kev one night and uh, she was like fresh out of high school graduated like fuck she's been out of high school since breakfast you know what I mean (laughs) graduated (laughs) two weeks ago yeah yeah and uh,
0: (laughs) like i want to use that (laughs)
1: and I'm like, oh, you're going in the army, and she's like, yeah. she's like, yeah, I leave in like 18 days, blah blah, and I'm like, okay, that's cool. What I'm like, what are you gonna do? She's like, um, airborne infantry, and I was just like, keep your mouth shut, Eric, keep your mouth shut.
0: <laughs> you find I, yourself doing that a lot, just oh. like
1: I just, you know what? I'm watching this girl push a fucking sled with a 35 pound weight plate on it. And she was having a very hard time. Mm. And uh, you know what? I'm sorry. I, I believe holding people to a stand. I don't give a shit about race, color, creed, fucking gender. If you can't perform, you can't fucking perform. Right. You shouldn't yeah. cut standards because
0: you're a female. Right. If you want to yeah. play
1: with the boys, you better be able to hang with the boys.
0: I, and, and you know, you and I have had discussions a lot about this on the podcast. Yeah. Like, I'm all about female equality, but. You know, this is a very different situation. Like, we have to really admit to ourselves that there is a big difference between female and male biology. One can definitely do something that physically that the other can't. There's a reason why if you go into powerlifting, a, a woman could take her whole life to try to deadlift 400 pounds. If you give a guy a good routine, he could do that probably within a year. If he's, if he's, you know, if he's... There there, there are physiological differences. Yeah, there, and I yeah. don't know
1: why that, that has become such a... Uh, taboo thing to say yeah. like there well, is i, I, I give different. you
3: the i give you the example i watch that show deadliest catch and that's like a mat where they catch the crabs right yeah yeah and they they had a woman come on there and like she was game she was they they even told her like you're you're better than most of the men that come out here but physically you cannot do the job right and it's not because you don't want to do it or because you're a woman well but that is because you're a woman. You're just physically built different. Right. You cannot, you cannot do it. Physically do it. It's not because do. we say you're a woman. That has nothing to do with it. It's because you're just physically built different. No. There's. There's. You uh, cannot do it.
1: And I'm sure that there would be guys that were in the same boat that just because you yeah. could do it, you're not. Yeah. You're not big enough. And yeah, they, yeah, right. they told her. You, 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 you,
3: yeah. They told her. You. You. Yeah. They. They told her straight out. You are literally better than like 80 percent of the people out here right now. Mentally probably Mentally But physically But physically you cannot do it It's just That's
0: just how it is Sorry I wouldn't care if she was doing craz, But like when we're talking a special ops team Where there's lives at stakes And we gotta We gotta be able to Depend on these team Of what five guys To be able to pull off a mission Like You gotta You gotta make sure you pick The right five people For that right five You're
1: also talking about Very fucking um, Very apex males Yeah Mm -hmm. I think it's not about the equality thing. It's about can you perform, and are you gonna like? I'll tell you what, because if that's a whole different breed, yeah, it is. it's a whole different animal. Um, we're not talking the jujitsu mats. We're not talking a boxing ring. We're not talking a wrestling mat, or maybe the football team where some girls have triumphed over men. This is something where they're gonna test you for fucking days and days and days yeah. and weeks, and you know what, like they're gonna hit a point where if in at least in that community, with that mentality of people, that the job that they have to do and what is required of them it may come to a physical altercation. You know what I mean? Uh, and just because women can beat somebody on a jiu jitsu mat, I mean, is that gonna be in real life? I mean, I'm not, I know that there's great women. I get rolled up all the time by fucking women. Hmm. But does that mean if somebody fucking smashes you on the fucking head with a headbutt that you're going to be able to perform the same way? Does that mean when two guys come out of a fucking corner somewhere and start smashing the shit out of you, are you going to be able to roll them both up?
0: Yeah, and it's really interesting because even when you add like endogenous testosterone to a female, like, it's still not equivalent, like, strength and power-wise. It's very fascinating to see that.
1: I think it's interesting that they want to put, like, transgender men in with...
0: Females. Oh, that. Yeah, that's very odd. How the fuck is this? That's very odd. Where are the women
1: like in outrage about this? Yeah. Well, they should be.
0: Did you hear about? I think it was a young woman, or or, I don't know what it was, but it was basically like a a man who transitioned to a female, and then um, just like shortly afterwards, uh, did the Olympic weightlifting competition and just smoked all the girls. And like all the girls had to do that. Oh, it was great. Is she so empowering? Like, she they had to do all that shit, but she just smoked all of them. Like um, you just well, had, like, X amount of years to develop a male frame. You switched genders. You switched to hormones. Some of that carryover is still there. <laughs>
1: I, don't, I don't understand how. And, again, back to the physiology. Like yeah. Just because they switched over to
0: different fuck, hormones you, don't,
1: you what, what the fuck is I mean what is I'm sorry man but what is this are we just gonna was sw- there a switch all of a sudden you're a woman now
0: see, the one just I have cause a, you can
1: snip your dick off dude. Doesn't the, make the, the one I have a hard woman, time man.
0: is like when you see little kids and they're letting these little kids make these decisions I'm like wait wait you're letting 16 14 year old kids in the, in the fucked up time of their lives decide what gender they want to be like you need to wait till they're a little older and they know what their decision they want to make I don't make, understand man.
1: like if you have to be eighteen to vote, why isn't it the same thing? Yeah. I mean I'm sorry, man. That's yeah. true. I went to school with some dudes that we know what we knew that they were they were gay before we even knew what gay was. What's wrong with being gay? Nothing's that's, wrong that's, with being gay. That's, that's what right. me and him be you know, fucking people up in the head like this. Yeah. We've this had tough, me and him
3: have had the discussion too. Like we had people that were gay in our high school and we never we never really thought about it.
1: I mean, look, I'm all for whatever you want to do. I don't give a shit. But again, like when we're telling kids it's okay to do what...
0: Switching genders, yeah, it's
1: too um, uh, To me, I I don't
0: care. I'm sure we're going to catch grief in this. Probably. You'd be surprised nobody gives a shit. (laughs) At least our (laughs) viewers don't give a shit. (laughs) Well, I think that the media hypes things (laughs) up that really aren't issues.
1: They say, oh, all these people think that. No, they don't.
3: No, they don't. Yeah, my thing's always been like, do whatever they want. If you want to screw whoever, do it. Just don't do it in
0: front of like the table where I'm standing. Right and like just well, the Jenner guy made it so popular. It's like, dude, who? what's the oh uh, Bruce, like Bruce Jenner. Jenner, the guy? Ch- oh there. yeah,
1: you know Like, and honestly, I want to say this, especially if this is going out, because to me, the fact, and I mean the fact uh, that Time Magazine oh, made yeah. this motherfucker Woman of the Year. <laughs> I mean, you know what? Like, <laughs> if I was a woman, that? I'd be pissed. No, no it's exactly like if, if this is, this is like I mean, there's not much I really, I mean, I could give a fuck about. Pretty much everything, but you know what? Like that is a fucking direct slap in the face to my mother, my grandmother, yeah. Yeah. my
0: sister. There's women who did incredible things that year, and it's like yeah, your mothers. Yeah, it's like just fuck. because you
1: snip your and he didn't even snip his dick off, but just because you want to put fake tits in and, and snip your dick off and wear a dress, that does not make you a woman. Yeah, dude. that's true. Women that's, grow that's, babies inside of them. Yeah. we do not do that. That's insane. Yeah, like, that's I mean true. it's a complete disregard for and I, I have utmost respect for women. I you know what I mean? Yeah, like my grandma was one of the greatest women i've ever had the honor to meet in my life and she's tougher than most fucking dudes i know yeah and to me like where were i mean again i'm sure most women were just like whatever we know we're better than this but to me that's like fuck you time magazine yeah i'll never give you another dime i'll never look at any of your shit. you fucking insulted every woman i mean you insulted every woman that's ever done anything for women's suffrage you i mean every single mother that's worked three jobs to raise her kids yeah. i mean
0: well i think i think times going the way of like news like you look at news now and they're talking about like like celebrity gossip and and, and i'm like well, since when is what kim kardashian's ass is doing celebrity like news that's not news i don't gi- i don't give a shit
1: well i don't know where this even started long before probably we were born but uh where who gives a fuck what celebrities opinions are right you know, right, you know I mean? right like you're a fucking a couple hundred years ago they called these people clowns you were courts gestures you were fucking clowns yeah, yeah i don't give a shit what just because you're a, an actor oh wow that means your opinion matters right just because you're a basketball player you're a football player your opinion matters like yeah. good stand up for what you believe in i'm all for that but you know what shut the fuck up i'm so sick of this like uh over, over, like, dramatic display of, like, oh my, and it's like, and it's only, in my, my opinion, one directional. Like, all of this media bullshit, it's all one directional. It's like, it's either you're with their fucking screaming motherfuckers or you're not.
0: Yeah. And it's mm. if
1: you're either with them or you're like, you're a racist. You're yeah. A fucking
0: yeah. It's a, well, it's a very weird society we're in now. It's, just, it's, it's almost getting to the too socially acceptable kind of level. Um, so you brought up you brought up the gay porn thing to get released. Do they have the military have any issues with like guys having like regular straight porn?
1: Um, I don't know, dude. I mean, honestly, I was exposed to more pornography in the military than any any other point in my life. Um, well, you're on a boat, right? You're on a boat. Yeah, but it's just like it was like it was. I don't understand. I don't know how to explain this. Um, when we were growing up, dude, nobody had a computer. Right. <laughs> nobody had that shit. And it wasn't right. until... I think I had, at like, 13 years old, 12 or 13 years old, I knew one guy whose dad had a computer. And his dad was, like, really into that stuff. Right. He built computers. They he had the internet. An- um, and so we were kind of, like, exposed to it a little bit then. But as the years grew on and more and more people started getting computers in their household... Um, you started getting; it became easier to get exposed to because until then it was just like, "Oh, somebody's got a dirty magazine." Yeah. yeah. And now, no. like porn, and honestly, like porn, um, I got mixed views on this shit. It's smut. It's filth. You know what I mean? It it fucks with your head, and especially the younger you are, the more it yeah fucks with your. We've head. talked about yeah, that quite a bit. Gives yeah. You a, um, what's the word? False expectations. Yeah. Kind of, uh, it gives you the wrong impression of what sex with a woman's going to be like, or should Mm -hmm. be like. Um, Again, it, it serves a purpose for some things when you're alone for long periods of time, or like if your love life's kind of dying down and you need something to spice it up, or you know whatever. But it it it, it is poison for the brain, and the more you subject yourself right. to it, the more it
0: fucks with your brain. Well, we've talked about it quite often, and and we we jack we we jack jack we joke about it quite a bit. But it's one of those situations where it's like I go back and forth a bit on it, but also like it definitely does do that. Like I've definitely come to the realization that if you're a young man and that's what you think the norm is like you're in a weird like yeah nichey area where you're going to be affected with the women you you go forward with but like also for women it's also setting these insane high standards where now women are like it's like all women want to get boob jobs nowadays and all women like are looking at the waist trainer things and it's like it's also very interesting what how they've been affected by pornography by males uh, viewing pornography
1: Pornography And then just the whole uh, I don't know what What you would call it But all the glamour magazine Like the whole like um, It's essentially What's the word I'm looking for um, Barbie dolls did this to them as well um, Fuck is the word dude God
0: Of course I would draw a blank right now You know what I mean <laughs> It uh, happens all the time So Now And, and I kind of understand subliminal the idea messaging Okay. I worked
1: with a teacher, uh, she, was, she was more of a counselor than a teacher, uh, and she showed me two dolls. One was a doll from back in the sixties or seventies or maybe the eighties, um, and the other one was from current time. And she was like, "What? What's the difference here?" And like, I don't. I was like, I I don't, I don't know. But she was like, "Look at this older one. It's kind of a little bit bigger around the midsection, the waist, mm-hmm. thighs, arms." And now look at this one. It's super skinny. She's like, this is subliminal messaging.
0: Yeah. it th- it's programming kids to have a, a standard. Exactly. Yeah.
1: I mean, now they, these kids have fucking slut dolls they can play
0: with, like the Brats. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I remember I, my it's first true. job ever was, was Toys R Us. And I see those Brat things, and I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? Like, they're all whored out. What's going on here? I mean,
1: it was just as bad because Barbie, started with Barbies. Yeah,
0: But, I mean, you
1: look at, I don't know, man, this is kind of where, like, got you get into like conspiracies and subliminal messaging and stuff but it's like look around at our entire culture anymore yeah. and it's like look at the Barbie doll back when we were kids go to any major city and start looking at people and start looking at women you're like wow it kind of is mm-hmm. like it's given the standard mm-hmm. impression then the right. standard of what beauty is instead of being like you know what? And I guess guys are the same way. You look at all these magazines. And yeah. Well, have you ever seen bigger,
0: stronger, faster? Yeah,
1: yeah. That's no, a great documentary. Yeah.
0: And he and he shows like the Luke Skywalker, the original one that came out, and he looked like a normal dude in the '70s. And then you look at the Luke Skywalker now, and he's like ripped and he's got muscles. And it's like, well, what the fuck? All this when Luke start lifting, <laughs> when Luke start getting some muscle, <laughs> he's making all kinds of gains. Yeah. So yeah it happens for men too but i i think it definitely isn't talked about as much for men but men do also have those social pressures to have a certain physique or a certain look but i think women definitely are more vocal and open about how they're affected by it versus how men are like you see guys all the time they break up with girls and the first thing they do they're like i'm gonna go to go work out and get get yoked you know what i mean
1: um yeah the whole bro mentality yeah um i had a guy back home I know he called them bromosexuals <laughs> um, and it, people honestly like I know it might sound like hypocrisy if people look at me they are like well look at you I'm like yeah I started off a long time ago in high school the same mentality but I gave up on that once I went to the Navy and I was like I said dude I saw dudes from all walks of life that made it in the SEAL teams
0: mm-hmm. and yeah
1: it's a physically demanding job you have to be physically fit but there's a difference between being physically fit athletically physically fit um than just like packing on this fucking unusable muscle yeah you're just getting big to get big like that's the most like oh half people don't want to realize that I, I, I built the way that i'm built because of my genetics if you look at my brother and you look at my dad you're like wow you guys all have the same the same physique like you have a short stocky physique mm. i can't help that that's my genetics how tall are you five eight okay uh my uncle chris the same way um but people don't want to look at genetics like you can only go so far with your genetics right yeah.
0: right and that's something I talked about on my other channel but yeah it's it's uh it's interesting man like you definitely see guys that have way too much muscle on and then they they're good for about like 2 minutes and then you're like oh he's done like there's that one guy in our class comes in with his girlfriend and uh, he, he's he's definitely doing something because even all the little young guys in our class were like hey is he doing steroids and they I, disrespectfully too by the way because a little some of the younger guys <laughs> were asking our teacher uh because okay. kevin we're like is he on steroids i'm like dude he can fucking hear you you guys need to be just chill it doesn't matter he won't know just let the dude do uh, what he, he's gonna he do might not be. he might uh, I just dis- <laughs> i disagree but i i he's a nice guy seems nice his girlfriend comes in too she looks like she's a bodybuilder chick too so you know, I don't. I have nothing against the guy, but you could definitely tell like he's winded very quickly, like right. very quickly. So there is a certain level of usable muscle. Like if you're just looking to look pretty and you want to be one of these dudes that just takes off your shirt and flexes for chicks, like whatever, that's what you want to do. That's fine, whatever. But just be aware that there is a certain amount of usable muscle. Like right. your lungs can only pump so much, yeah. constantly to all that muscle. Right. You know, there is there's, there's 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 go and show. You know what I mean. There is a difference there no, for sure. No, no,
1: you're absolutely. Um, I mean, I, I, I guess that's where like the difference between training, like athletic training, and yeah, just for body, sure,
0: bodybuilding. Body we're just um, looking for a pump. Because even when
1: I was in the Navy, dudes were like, you know, what do you, what do you, got, what do you, what do you bench, bro? I'm like, I, I don't bench, bro. <laughs> I don't bench. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I do 500 push-ups every night. Yeah. And they're like, you got a chest that big from doing push-ups. I'm like, 500. <laughs> not, yes. And, well, again, back to the genetics. Right, genetics yeah. as usual. Um, that might not be the same for you or yeah, you. Yeah, right, I mean, you right. seem like kind of a bigger guy, so mm. it might, be, might work out great for you. It, it just depends. Right. And my 500 was 500. It wasn't like I went and did, you know, one, 150 and then lied about it. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but I had a pretty standard routine. I, mean, I was doing over 100 pull-ups every night religiously. 100, pretty good. Hundred pull-ups, like that was my standard. I had unless my arms or something was feeling kind of sore, then I'd still do like seventy-five. But I got to a point I was doing a hundred plus pull-ups every night, five hundred push-ups. You know what I mean? Um, Three, four hundred sit-ups, and it just that's what I did. I did a couple hundred dips, and like I'd spend two hours doing push-ups, sit-ups, dips, just body weight stuff. Mm-hmm. I worked out with this guy who was a chief over in a uh, little creek. I was in the teams, and the first day there, we were working out, and uh, he comes up to me, and he's like, you need to fucking quit hitting the weights, bro, and I'm like, chief, I haven't lifted weights in like eight months or more, it's probably longer than, I'm like, I I just do push-ups and sit-ups, like, I stopped lifting weights, like, I lifted weights for a few months right out of boot camp, just because, like, I lost a fucking ton of weight, like, muscle mass." and then after that, once I started working out with some of these guys, I was like, I can't do these exercises. Like weights are not gonna help me. Like I have to start doing push-ups and mm-hmm. pull-ups and dips and sit-ups and running and swimming. And so that's what I started doing. Um, and again, the genetics thing, but people were like, Yo, you got like arms that big. I'm like, yeah, dude, if you still look at gymnasts, you don't believe me, look at gymnasts, yeah. look at their arms. Yeah, they're small guys, pound for pound wise, but they didn't get arms that big because they weren't doing pull-ups.
0: Right. I mean, they're constantly <laughs> yeah. working their arms, yeah,
1: constantly. Yeah. Some of the shit they do is some of the hardest. I mean, they are pound for pound the strongest guys in the world, and I've read that in multiple strength conditioning.
0: Yeah, articles. Well, yeah, those guys are very, very light, very, very lean, and they're also they're they're able to do incredible things. But those, I mean, those, those people look at shit like that and they're like, "Yo, bro, all I got to do is do some pull ups and some benches, and I'm good you to could go." Do and it's what like, they do. it's like, dude, those gymnast guys are in the gym for like eight hours a day. They start they're them doing off at such a young age all, yeah. they have to develop
1: connective tissue strength. Yeah, you
0: know what they're, I mean? They're constantly doing stuff. But I
1: feel like, if you saw some of these. Burly motherfuckers try to do a Maltese, you'd snap your bicep. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, you will quickly bust your bicep. That tissue is just not strong enough to, to do what you want to do until you've worked it and, and, and increased that that connective, um, the ligaments. So, yeah, it, it's crazy.
1: And I, uh, I mean, we were talking about the whole like the the dolls and shit. Um, I remember hearing about this lady. I think she was in Australia or New Zealand. Uh, she started this thing called Tree Tree Change Dolls, and I'll show you a picture of this right here. But it's pretty impressive. She she take like those brats and other like slutty looking dolls yeah. that these girls had, because she said this is complete horse shit. Like this is like what you look at what you're doing to women's image, right? Yeah, To these right. young women's minds, and uh, so she took uh, like paint thinner and took all the paint off, and then started re redoing them, redoing them, like look like real women like natural that's kind of cool. I think it's it's kind of amazing she started giving them clothes and uh that were like just real clothes not like mini skirts <laughs> wow that's
0: that's crazy and i'm like
1: this is like this is something that i actually like you know
0: yeah this is something especially younger women need it's like yeah. nowadays like dude the photoshop is so prevalent i mean you look at social media and it's like women are always trying to get the best pose for the best picture and it's like dude why are we selling you know you look at these and this is like i have a lot of gripes with the fitness industry because i was like trying to do that for a little bit but it was like you, you you put these fucked up pictures up. They're photoshopped, that you're in your best lighting, that you're in your best pose. And then you're trying to promote this like social acceptance bullshit where it's like, well, why don't you just be 100% upfront front about what you really are? And then support other women by really showing what a real woman is. Because that's another reason why men right. look at these women and they're like, dude, I need to break up with my girlfriend. There's hotter chicks out there. And it's like, dude... That's, that's not that's not what yeah right <laughs> right that's not what What. what a real woman is I learned is. that when
1: I was 16 first time I had a fucking that that winner of a girlfriend I was telling <laughs> you about but first time uh, first time I had my fucking dick sucked I'm like I'm in love, <laughs> <laughs>
0: this is love. it's like
1: every dude they're it's, like yeah you know, and then the first time you get pussy Ooh. I'm like oh wow like I, that confirms it
0: what's <laughs> well, that monkey that's love. that monkey biology that monkey biology is like dude you need a breed Continue the bloodline Yeah, yeah.
1: and that's Obviously in that, And that At and a, and a young Adolescent age Like hormones Are gonna ramp up Right And you're just like I just wanna fuck All the time Right Yeah um, But honestly And I was the same way Back then When I was with uh, My ex-girlfriend The one that lives In Chicago uh, Me and her Were together For five years um, Roughly Kind of It's been a real Up and down Like crazy experience But uh i she was the only one i was with the entire time you know what i mean and like i didn't want it any other way i enjoyed being with her we had amazing sex because we cared about each other right i mean yeah she's fucking she's gorgeous but that that was like the perk like it was like the connection that we had i didn't want to be out sleeping with other women um and i feel that after I got out of Bud's first time, I was in a fucking depressed mood, and uh, I remember I was in this barracks where they put all of us, and uh, there was a quote from Gandhi on one of the walkers that said, be the change you want to see in the
0: world. Hmm.
1: And uh, Popular
0: one. Huh? It's a popular one.
1: And, and it's a good one because it's honestly it's the truth i think that like you said back to the bravado it goes with the women it goes with the men as well like there's such a false sense of masculinity out there like men don't men don't fucking show their women they love them men don't yeah i mean like men don't do this or men don't do that like i would fucking take a chick to get a pedicure right now because they're cool it's i i don't mind
0: getting them it's like i get them all the time but that is a positive change, though, right? Like we've been talking a lot about negatives and the and the current culture, but back in the day, that's what the, the culture was. Like you don't show you don't show emotion. Guys are like just stones that are there. But now that's actually one positive thing that has changed, right? Culturally. Well, yes and no.
1: I think that there's a limit. Mm-hmm. When you're a fucking pussy, you know. I was reading some 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 tweet or some shit somebody said about uh, this this dude probably gets pegged by this chick anyway but uh, <laughs> <laughs> like he posted this tweet on uh, like they went and saw Wonder Woman and it's fucking hilarious and, uh, he, and she's like after the end of the movie they were in the car he's like she's like so that's what it's like to have like a a role model that's you know empowered you like that like a gender related role model or some shit and you're like and uh how they both cried about it oh it fuck like, I think that's a like yeah, There's a point Of showing emotion But at the same time Like They still Women still want to be
0: uh, They still need a man Exactly Yeah, yeah. My,
1: my boy Jamie um, He's a fucking badass By the way He He met this girl Down here um, And I mean It was just interesting The first time I met her She's a great chick But she's like From We were talking about About this too And how it's funny um, because she's from Seattle. She's fucking like, I don't know if it's a liberal arts degree, but she's a fucking liberal. <clears throat> not that there's anything wrong with that, but she's very liberal. And, uh.
0: Doesn't shave her armpits liberal? Huh? Doesn't shave her armpits no, no. liberal?
1: She's, she's a really, really <laughs> cute girl. Um. Not that she wouldn't be if she didn't shave her armpits, but, um. <laughs> I don't know if my boy Jamie would be cool with that. But he's, uh just the two of them together his mentality still being in the military um interesting his views on everything and kind of her views on everything i'm like this is funny that you're you're with him i'm like but at the same time like i get it
0: sometimes opposite track right
1: um i think that what you said they still want men and Hmm. he's a alpha male, you know what I mean? He's, he's a fucking stud. You look at the dude, he's a very sharp-looking motherfucker. He's buff. I mean...
0: Yeah, as much. Look, I I, I I have this discussion a lot with like feminist chicks that I talk to. That are but like they
1: don't like men. They, they don't man like that.
0: They, they, yeah, like they're very man, man hating. Man. But at the same time, they're still attracted to the buff, good looking guys that look like they have really great genetics. You know why? Or their biology is telling them yeah, that's a, that's biology. a good biology. Their biology Physiology. is telling them, yeah, mm-hmm. that's a good one to breed with. It's that's good babies. Yeah. That are good, healthy babies going to come it's from there. You can't fight they your have biology. A fucking
1: vagina and yeah. it's craving your your monkey your monkey
0: penis, DNA. So. Yeah. Your monkey DNA, you can't supersede that as much feminist as you are.
1: Yeah, it, it was funny, too, because like me and him, we went to this concert with, with her and a couple of her friends, and we all went out to eat, and uh, this one girl that was her friend, fucking super hot chick, dude, kind of tall, um, she was with this dude, and, like, I walk in, I'm like, hey, you know, how you doing, you know? Uh, but I'm looking at this guy, and I'm like, just kind of like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I hate saying that. But it's like I was like I was kinda confused. I'm like, is this her boyfriend or is this like the gay friend? <laughs> because that's kind of what like that's Yeah, how no, no, I, I know I know, know what I'm saying. You know what I mean? And not that there's anything wrong with that. And I'm not trying to belittle this guy in any way.
0: But to me I was like A very mad, a feminine guy and a feminine dude.
1: Yeah, but it yeah. also I don't know, like later on that night, as soon as she was flirting with me. Um, oh it was just no, no, not sure about that. I just there's.
0: But I know, what you're, saying, like I know what you're saying, like that. I know what you're saying. It's.
1: Um, and it's just, I don't know. It just seems to me that unless she's absolutely head over heels in love with this guy, if, That's if the work right out. guy came along, I think uh, she'd have made a, an exception. Yeah. You know what I mean? And there's nothing wrong with that. It's, again, it's the biology. You know. What I mean?
0: Yeah. I mean, I you you you're tra- you you're not gonna, you're not gonna try to hardwire your biology as much as you want to. You're just not. I don't not. think you can. I mean, yeah, you I mean, can't.
1: And like that's what we're trying to do with this whole shit that's going on. People are trying to like, I don't understand the whole sex change thing to begin with because, like I said, if if you're gay, then that's fine. But. Like, you're never going to be a man
0: if you're a woman. You're never going to be a woman if you're a man. I guess those people, look, I, I claim ignorance on the whole situation because I don't know enough about it. But, and I probably won't until, like, I get in a position where I, I, I and that's well, never going to happen. Right. It's beyond I, right, you. There's you nothing
1: know. wrong with that.
0: And I think, but I think the understanding is they, they associate with a certain sex, which I still don't know what the fuck that means. But also. It's a fucking term that we've created. Right. But I think at the same time you also got to admit that's there is true. some there is some ignorance involved with that because I have also heard of people who associate as like wolves and they associate as like other Are animals they out yeah. in the
1: fucking wolves well, well, that's, with the wolves well, that's butt my naked, point <laughs> it's like eating you're, raw you're, flesh yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you my, know? and that's my point it's like dude you're associating, like I think you you're we're stretching these terms a bit too much I, I think, think a lot of people want attention That's definitely any minute of in the U.S. That's definitely a thing for Um, sure.
1: And then honestly, it's like to me, it's a we're normalizing mental illness,
0: and that could be said for sure. That's some of that as well,
1: for sure. I mean, I I I have a huge disagreement with a lot of the things that go on. Um, You know, not to I'll just say this to say this. You were you were made a certain way. For a certain reason And if you can't accept that If you can't accept who you are Then You could change sex Is all you want You could change clothes You could change uh, Into a wolf You could pretend to be a wolf I mean, Whatever <laughs> the fuck it is That you think you need to do But in the end You have a problem with yourself That goes back to what I said In the beginning of this That you have a problem A self-acceptance problem With who you are And what you see in the mirror Every day And that you can't accept it And Um I'm sorry. I don't believe in sugarcoating shit. We're making we're making victims out of our children. I mean, fucking suicide rates for kids is, is fucking ridiculous. Yeah. And it's because that. I mean, kids are cruel. We all we all were victims right. of bullying mm-hmm. right. and also bullied other kids at the same yeah. time. Now, with that being said, I learned at a young age how to deal with bullying. You just gotta fucking hit him in the head with something. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like you teach your kids to say, you know what? Don't 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 fight. It's not okay. But When people bring you to that point Where like You can't stand who you are Like they're just constantly on you Right Fuck it Go out Go out fucking swinging Because guess what They won't fuck with you again They'll find somebody else They'll find another Criminals do the same thing This is very This is simple Predator mentality Yeah They find easy prey to prey on Yeah And we're creating victims And I don't believe that
0: Yeah well, like, and I don't know, I mean, especially as, as, like, young men, like, little boys, like, I don't know what what it's like from the women's standpoint, but, like, for young boys, sometimes young boys try to, like, stretch their their boundaries, and they try to, like, find out how far they can go, and then... Oh, that, that's, that's basic childhood psychology. Yeah, and so I think sometimes the bullying is the same situation, where they're trying to Maybe subconsciously, but they're still trying to like assert dominance in a certain way. Sure. And and until you stop that behavior, you're going to keep it going. And so I think that sometimes well, you got to tell your kids to be, they got to be able to fight back. Yeah. And um, stop that behavior.
1: I mean, I had a friend now we were in, when we were when we were kids. He was kind of uh, fuck. He would, literally was redheaded, and he was—I don't want to say it was a stepchild, but he was this goofy looking redheaded kid he was one of my best friends growing up and uh, we were fucking complete polar opposites he was into like magic the gathering and fucking (laughs) right dungeons and dildos and uh, (laughs) whatever else you know that there is out there for for guys that do that stuff and that was fine I mean we were young kids he was one of of my good friends and uh, there were several times where people were trying to fucking fuck with him and I got in fights because of it you know what I mean but at the same time, like, when we were around, I, I, to me, it's like the whole fucking with your friends thing. We fuck with you because we like you.
0: Not he ball bust.
1: Yeah, but there were times we, we were young. A little we're far. Kids. Yeah. <laughs> but again, we were young. We're kids. We right. still, mm-hmm. like, I see him to this day. Like, I haven't seen him two years ago back home. And uh, we talked for, like, an hour in Seven Eleven back home. <laughs> and how's you doing? How's your mom? How's your brother? You know what I mean? I seen him one time. Uh, and we, we, we grew apart you know as we got older like people do but it's not he's still considered like somebody that i i genuinely like right like i'd always they like, could always be a friend to me like um but it just kind of goes to show that like there's even even when we were kids like people were trying to pick on him i got in fights because of
0: it right what is your friend still i mean this, despite whatever you're still friends Well,
1: because and that's where again like some people I don't know what it is they just they're scared man they're scared to fight back yeah. against again and that's fine and like that's why we just we need more people to say you know what like this whole anti-bullying thing like I mean it sounds again it's one of those it's a feel good thing it sounds mm-hmm. good but it's, you know when mm-hmm. you're creating kids that they're, they're gonna grow up and when somebody does fucking try to punk them out of some shit they're not gonna stand their ground yeah. so you know what fuck you what's the worst that could happen anyway as elementary school kids and they're gonna get punched and Uh, The only fucking tooth, or fucking busted lip,
0: like... The huh. only argument I have toward, uh, against that is, like, things have also changed a bit from our time to, sure. like, now. Like, it, it's not just anymore, like, a physical bullying, or just, like, a school-related bullying. Like, now it's going to, like, social media, and it's getting oh, to... It's, it's getting very psychological with social media.
1: Well, today, we, uh, we live in the generation of what I like to call the intellectual bully. Everyone likes <laughs> yeah. to think that they're smarter than mm-hmm. you, and they'll yeah. belittle you if, if, oh, or you d- you used your, why you are, in a sentence on social media, instead yeah. of... Why Y-O, or, uh, yeah, Y-O-U-R-E, you know, right. abbreviation. And yeah. it's, like, people, like, the second you do that, anything that you stated is automatically out the window. Right. Um, and, honestly, it's the whole, like, we call them telephone tough guys, but now they're, like, it always called internet gangsters. Keyboard, Everyone, keyboard, keyboard, keyboard... Yeah, uh, keyboard warriors. There you go, there you go. Keyboard commandos. Yeah. Uh, it's, like, it's real easy for you to sit there and sit, mm. shit talk somebody from a keyboard who knows how many miles away right go say it's somebody's fucking
0: face yeah
1: seriously because you know what there's old saying talk shit get hit and i'm a firm believer in it because guess what you'll learn to keep your mouth shut
0: yeah i think i think i my concern is more so like for the kids that get like the really fucked up bullying like the ones where they get like bad luck brian what was that? What's that?
1: You never seen Bad Like Brian? No, no, no. Look that shit up, dude. Look, uh, Is it it's a, movie? a fucking meme, dude. It's this Is guy, this redheaded motherfucker, dude, that uh, had a goofy-looking picture in in, uh, in a yearbook, and somebody just took his picture, and they just started making fucked-up
0: memes out of oh. it. And, uh, <laughs> poor guy.
1: Yeah, but there's a, a couple others out there.
0: Yeah, it, it's I could see how easily, like, let's say you're a girl and you send a picture to a dude, and then the dude puts you on blast on some sort of Facebook high school Yeah, like there's people who've committed suicide for shit like that. Uh,
1: in honesty, but that's again like,
0: oh yeah, we have seen that again. I mean, oh yeah, yeah, that's a name? <laughs> Brad Brian, the name, Bradley poor guy, <laughs> poor <Yeah>. guy. <laughs> but you um. know, like, it's so, still so shit like that, and it, it's another fucked up situation. Like shit like that, you'll you'll laugh about, or you'll it'll, it'll kill you then. But like when you're old You'll laugh about it right You just gotta get through That weird fucked up time period In high school That's
1: the whole Like that's why I hated Like uh, the social system Mm -hmm. In high school Because everything is like All clicky And I hate fads And trends um, And just like
0: It's great for the people That were on top of all that shit But like Like you and I Were definitely in like Some weird corner niche group That we weren't part of Any of those weird Popular cliques And so it was like It's great for those people In that time but, you know, if you're the other people, it's like, fuck, it's hell. Like, high school's, like... You no, know, it, sec- yeah. it is. Yeah. It
1: is, because kids are fucking cruel. But that's where, to me, like, I, I believe in holding people accountable. You know, if you're going to do that shit, you're going to put some girl on blast or guy on blast, like, you know what? I. That's unacceptable. Right. It's unacceptable behavior. And... There should be some consequences. Now, I don't know what those consequences should be. Maybe your dad should break off in your fucking ass, take all your shit, and drive over to the lawnmower. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah.
0: But, like. Yeah, it's just a tough situation. Social media is definitely a tough situation for kids now as far as like bullying. But, um. I, I never, I don't know. I, I was
1: never very, very good with the girls. Uh. And really not, still not. But, uh. Definitely not very good with the girls uh, in my younger, younger years of life, mm. middle school. Yeah, high school was um high school was weird it was just a weird time of life and like I, even then i was never very like good with the girls um and i just i don't know and i had a very fuck you mentality so i still do but i've just got a uh different approach on it now
0: yeah I'm more sarcastic and well you've uh, probably grown up a bit too you know it's you, you seem like maybe you had a little anger built up you know and then and then i'd say i had a lot yeah but uh, <laughs> But, you know, some of that comes from growing, and then some of that comes... A lot of it comes from just self-analyzation. You know, as a kid, you don't think about any of that shit. You don't, you don't assess your actions. You don't assess why you no, do what you, you, you do. You just do. You just do it. And it's understandable. You're going through so much shit that... that it, it, dude, high school is fucked. And then adding girls to that, and adding social pressures, and then still trying to figure out who the fuck you are. It's, it's a it's a weird, like, well, hodgepodge of stuff. I mean, I
1: don't, I don't understand. I don't know how to fix it, obviously. No, the there's phones, probably no fix. Um, but... You gotta try to yeah. fix somehow, and the only way to do that is fucking get rid of this bullshit. I mean, I know that's just a blank statement because it's not gonna happen. Yeah. Um, but I, uh, when I worked for the school district back home before I moved down here, uh, I used to uh, have headphones in and do my routine every day after school when the kids leave. And I'd have them up just loud enough to be able to, like, listen to my music. But also, like, I could hear you if you're trying to around, talk yeah. to me. Mm-hmm. But not eavesdrop unless I wanted to. Yeah. Um, and I usually didn't try to bother teachers if they were if they were working. If they wanted to talk to me, I'd talk. If not, I'd just keep going. Um, and I remember sitting there one day, and, like, this lady's sitting there, like, just staring off. And I could tell, like, something's bothering her. She's got that look on her face. I'm, I'm pretty good at reading people. Um So after like five minutes, I do my thing, and I'm I'm about to walk out the door, and I just kind of like, I looked at her, I take my headphones out, I'm like, you know, you're you're all right. And she just looks at me, and she says, is it ever going to get better? And like, I knew exactly what she was talking about. I knew exactly at that moment. Uh, Like I said, back to the whole strangers, and how sometimes just things, and I knew exactly what she was talking about, how like, our society, our culture, our country is just in this fucking gloomy fucked up state when it's not yeah. getting any better and everybody feels it and uh, she said you know is it ever going to get any better and I looked at her and I said because this is what I truly believe I said yeah it is but it's got to get a whole lot worse first because what you were saying you know about yeah, how the of society like there's no sacrifice there's yeah. no compromise there's no fucking uh, satisfaction from a hard day's work There's no yeah. you know, Sacrifice and commitment And it's going to take a lot of that To get things back on track And until some bad things happen And I don't really want to get into what those might be Because there's a lot of different things But time's going to have to get a lot worse dude. My great mom My grandparents lived through the Great Depression hmm. And I'll tell you what If this country ever had to go through something That horrible again going to be fucking bodies stacked up because people are not prepared for that right. mentally, mm-hmm. physically, spiritually. Uh, they don't have the knowledge. Um, they don't have the 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 fucking intestinal fortitude. Um, and that that made both of them and people of that generation just that. That's Tougher. why they were called the uh, the great, great genera- generation, the greatest generation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, because that uh, they had backbone. When People times are got tougher, they now. got fucking tougher. They yeah. dealt with it, and that's now everyone's like, "Oh my god, did you hear what you fucking said about me?" I'm like, "I don't fucking care." Let's get back to what I was saying originally. If if that bothered you, good. If I offended you, good. You needed it, yeah, because that's a you problem. You need to develop some skills to get over it.
0: Yeah, I think I think um, we we have because we are now granted like so many. Um, so many, so many things come so easily to us right now. Like we then look for other bullshit to fill our time with, and then we start dealing with like celebrity news and blah 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 blah. Oh,
1: I and, fucking hate that and, shit too. And
0: so until things get difficult again, like we're not gonna, we're not gonna be able to let go of all like the what's bullshit. What's the big
1: one now? Did you hear about O.J.? I'm like, I don't really give a shit about O.J. Simpson. Yeah, Ooh. I fucking don't care. I do not mm-hmm. care and somebody's like oh did you hear about this person i'm like no you know why because i don't watch the goddamn news anymore the best thing i ever did was stop watching television the shit's just fear porn yeah some totally it really is i've met other people that agree completely like somebody will and it doesn't matter if it's cnn or fox it's all the same thing just on a different frequency different yeah, yeah. It's a different subject but the same subject they just yeah
0: it's just like republicans and democrats it's kind of the same thing It's just opposite of each other yeah the, the, um, the part that surprises me is like how it's, it's quite impressive how long they could keep that shit going they could do it all day oh no I'm like, uh, you yeah, do that's this why people are all
1: fucked up they sit in an office yeah. they have CNN's plan all, all day long which is this fucking oh my god did you hear what Trump did oh my god and like, well, I yeah, don't no, know what he did that's all
0: I yeah, know what, that's,
1: did. That's, yeah. what did he do <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> it's, it's all it impressive. is it's that's impressive all it is. how
0: long they could keep that going
1: Uh is it impressive or is it fucking pathetic well, both. I mean, they, they're essentially they're
0: taking like a, a hundred page or a hundred word like essay and turning it into like an eighteen page essay. Where everyone it's outside insane. is running rampant. Yeah.
1: Like yeah. Fucking chickens with their head cut off. That's what we've it's, created. Such an emotion, an emotionally unstable society.
0: Well, it's adding fear and uncertainty to people. It's making them a little bit more cautious to do everything. But honestly, that's that's
1: my advice. To I think turn that. Fucking shit. Yeah. Off, I don't, dude.
0: like I've said, I don't watch TV much there's anymore. There's nothing,
1: what are they talking about? There's nothing on there. Oh, hey, guess what? Your politicians fucked you out of today. Yeah.
0: Or, uh. Well, it's just like, oh, Bob over here is an expert on this thing. Let's ask Bob what he thinks. Like, why the fuck do I care what Bob yeah. thinks? And Bob like, is a fucking retard too. Yeah. Your, Bob yeah, has it's his agenda. System. like yeah. everyone
1: in this system is closed loop. It's like there's no, why don't you ask somebody on the street They actually, like, instead of some idiot, they're like, oh, I don't really know anything. I just want to keep walking and get high.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It's a uh, perfect example. Of this is I was watching news on Friday. No, not Friday. Wednesday. And they said uh, John McCain had brain cancer. That was like the big news story. Okay, so
1: here's here's the logical statement, right? Yeah. Am I am I wrong to think because I've brain cancer effects your your capability of thinking right Mm -hmm. decision making yeah shouldn't this
3: guy have to step down now i would i would think so but he's like no i'm gonna take some time off and come back like it's it's brain cancer i think you need to i think
1: you're done dude well i mean again uh, if we're gonna start getting on politics and political things we could do that too i'm all for that but uh and my thing was like they had it
3: like the news normally at like five is like two hours like that was the whole story, the whole two hours. There's like no other news. Yeah,
1: there's nothing else going on. No, that you need to know. And about. that was just that. I'm like, <laughs> I'm
3: like, that sucks. That yeah. he has brain cancer, but I'm like, he's not the only one who's ever had brain cancer. Yeah, like other people have had brain cancer. My mom's friends just got cancer again for the fourth time. Yeah, and my what thing was, her? yeah, I was like, exactly. What about the person down the street who has brain cancer? That's what
1: I, I was I, like. What is this? Why I, I, is he I feel so special? for the most in this country, is the fucking working class. Yeah, is the people like? And it doesn't matter, men. Fucking teens, family, family, uh, women, family, fucking people, uh, people that are just getting by on on working. They're not collecting government, uh, government fucking assistance for anything. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're just making it on a paycheck with no health insurance, with no nothing. You know, I feel bad because they're just crushing the fucking life out of these people. And I think I'm convinced that that's
0: the goal. Well, like I told you, I mean, the American dream is essentially dead. I mean, you, you cannot like no, have credit a credit card debt now. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it, yeah, pretty much. Like you can't afford a home. The white picket fence. No. Like, the American dream is like gone. The only way you're going to do it is if like if you have, if you have, if you're working, your wife is working and then maybe you can have a kid and then maybe you'll have a house. If not, you're renting. Like there's, there's definitely a big divide in the class now Like you got the people that with the money and the people that are barely making it. Yeah. anywhere and to-
1: well that's what uh, that's what happens everywhere else in the world that's a, that's what I, essentially what separated America from every other country is the middle class the true middle class right. and they're doing away with it and I, I'm convinced hundred percent that this is all part of their agenda like there's this is something that's it's been going on for a long time um, and it's the slow communist fucking takeover of America. Welcome, welcome to it. I don't really but care. The Russia, it. the Russia slowly it's creeping in. Not just Russian, but it's just a fucking. Because, dude, when I was this is another reason I stopped going to college. When I was in college, and I'm sure, if anybody listens to this, you're gonna catch flack. I don't fucking care. But I'm sitting there, and this is the oh, what is that? 2010, 2012. So when Obama was being re-elected, running for office again. Yeah. Well. They got this lady campaigning at the college, obviously for Obama, because he wouldn't see anybody there reflecting the other side, which I think is completely fucking biased, by the way. But, um, right? How yeah, can you uh, only be one-sided at a college? You fucking can't do this. It's completely... I mean, if you can't wear a fucking a t-shirt to a voting poll, you shouldn't be able to fucking only be one side. Oh, we only allow Democrats to fucking pool here. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. What the fuck kind of bullshit? This is America. I thought everybody had a fair chance here. Um, Well, I know that's bullshit. But she comes up, me and my friend, he's 19 at the time, getting ready to join the Marine Corps. We're both very like minded, obviously. But I was fresh out, and uh, she comes up, hey guys, you know, I'm just wondering what, you know, if you guys are voting and who you're voting for. And James, he said something to her, I don't remember, and it's like. You know, well what about you and I'm like you know I, I really don't want to have this conversation I don't I know we're, we're not gonna see eye to eye right and she sits down real nice and she's like well why not let's, let's talk I'm like alright let's talk here we go <laughs> and uh full up a chair I just I don't know man I was just listening she was like a 24 year old school teacher go figure in, uh, in California like, where the fuck are you in Nevada for one <laughs> um How's that even fucking fair? But uh, she starts talking about all this fucking, all these bullshit, empty promises that everyone that they always make. Everybody it doesn't matter regardless of side, because I know it's all bullshit. Mm-hmm. Both sides, they fill your heads with empty promises, and they never fucking, they never, they never, right. they never pay up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, and I'm like, look, I'm like, what you're talking about is fucking socialism. I'm sorry, I don't support socialism. I used to march around base and run around base singing songs about killing fucking socialists and communists.
2: <laughs> I'm sorry if I don't agree with this. <laughs>
1: you know? Uh, I'm sorry that... And she looked at me with the, the most confused look on her face. And this is where it got... Cause I started thinking differently. like It's kind of terrifying. She looked at me with the most confused look on her face and just like... what? And she said, what's wrong with socialism? And I was like... I was like, honestly, I was so enraged at that statement. If it would have been a dude, I would have gone over the table. Glad I didn't. But there's like a flag waving on a pole in the background, like right next to me, and I'm like, and that's all I could think about. Like I couldn't even think of anything. It was just red, and I was like, because that's not what those fucking red stripes on that flag stand for. Yeah. People have died for fucking free choice, and you know what? There's this big argument on. of any, isn't anymore. My brother's buddy, or uh, my buddy's brother, has a fucking uh, master's or doctorate in sociology. He's just a fucking socialist, which I don't care. But it's like he can't even. Def- they can't define this term. They can't define it. And like, because I told him one time, I'm like, communism, fascism socialism it's all the same you guys just change the name as you see fit and he fucking was like no it's not i fucking hate when people say that and i'm like you know it all ends the same way a totalitarian dictatorship i don't give a fuck call it what you want you know and uh where where does it stop Mm -hmm. We're indoctrinating children in school, because that's where it starts, to think that this is the way it's supposed to be. And, uh, you know, like, it just, it blows my mind. Because they, they're kids, they're fresh, dude. Like, they're, they're taking this in. And I had college professors, are like, oh, so, utopian socialism is the best political structure we can have. And I'm, like, scratching my head, I'm like, I'm pretty sure everywhere I've looked at the word utopia, in a dictionary every dictionary like there's a word fictional associated with it because we live in the real world where guess what you go outside in fucking idaho or dakota or illinois or wherever you go outside in february it's fucking cold that's the reality yeah this whole like oh uh we're gonna develop this utopia i'm like no because here on earth people die horrible deaths every day like you're not going to get away it's not going to go away you cannot get away with that this is a universe where duality exists chaos exists has to exist so a utopia is i don't know man maybe i'm wrong but i've looked at several uh several dictionaries definitions of the word utopian or utopia and the word fictional is always associated in that definition because it's from a storybook
0: right there's no perfect world i think everybody's looking for perfection but he, that goes back to our original discussion where even if we were to reach this utopian life right like i still think that we still need struggle we still need we're still going to need something to continue our motivation it to, has to do
1: with to give uh, us that
0: that pleasure my
1: opinion from from the perspective i've seen here like again the du- duality we live in a dual uh dualistic universe like there's it's 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 everywhere around us. I mean, if you look at a yin yang symbol, it's that's exactly what it is. Like, there's the white and the black, and well, the, there's light and dark, and essentially, right. I mean, this is something, and people will argue against this, but I mean, this boils down into a physics level and electricity. I mean, I'm taking classes on electrical negatives. current Nine. and positive and negative, and this is what physics is essentially, and you know, like how, you know there's just the, the entire universe is filled with this never-ending perpetuating battle of positive and negative forces of all kinds but until people want to start looking at that and saying that that's because you're absolutely right the old saying if every day is a sunny day and what's a sunny day I wake up every morning almost nowadays looking in Arizona. I'm like fucking I'm about to look up my blinds. I'm like, goddamn blue sunny sky.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and heat. Yeah. i rather have
1: these clouds, honestly. I like it when these clouds are here. Yeah,
0: but that's
1: how I am. It's just like every day is a sunny day. You don't appreciate the sunny day.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, you look, you, we see people that spend thousands and millions of dollars every year to go to places like Hawaii. But I bet you if you live in Hawaii and you're there every single day, at some point you take that for granted. And you're like, ah. Um, okay. Whatever. I don't think
1: a lot of the people that are indigenous and have grew up that way—that's where—that's um, where I think, like, kind of back to the depression thing. I think we've created this life where everyone is their heads are so filled with bullshit and materialism yeah. that mm. we forgot what life's about, dude. Life's about this smelling the roses. It's about like kissing the person you love at night and being able to hold them and and feel their warmth and. The security that you both get from that, uh, biting into your favorite food after not having it for a long time, and mm-hmm. just being like, "This is the best fucking thing ever," you know what I mean? Watching the sun go down or watching the sun come up, going out and looking at the stars, having some drinks with some dear friends and family, you know, sitting around, uh, sitting around a, uh, a table at Christmas time or Thanksgiving or any any time. And just enjoying the uh, companionship of your friends, and you're in your family, right. having a meal together, um, watching your children play and laugh. You know what I mean? Like the things that we we take for granted, all that shit. And one day, it's all gonna be gone, and you're gonna look back and say, "Where did it all go?" Mm-hmm. Now, honestly. I, uh, I don't have children, but I everybody I know does. And in a way, I kind of vicariously live through them and their kids and seeing the joy that I mean, I see it. Like, I've had friends turn their life around because they had children. It gave them something to live for. Right? You know what I mean? It gave them responsibilities that, More they, drive. that they fucking needed to have. Because yeah. if not, they would have been drug addicts and alcoholics. They needed that responsibility and that love and joy and, and something to depend on them. To get their shit together or else they wouldn't have yeah and and uh so i absolutely agree that we we need that constant struggle that constant reminder i mean essentially that's what thanksgiving is supposed to be about it's a holiday of of being thankful for what you have and here's the irony of it we turn it into a fucking gluttony
0: yeah mm-hmm. it's a
1: gluttony.
0: yeah it's changed yeah the, the intent is a bit different i mean Take, yeah, remove the fact that, you know, it's it's a pretty fucked up holiday if you really think about it. But the idea behind it is nice, but yeah, it's it's definitely changed.
1: Think about how much food is thrown in the garbage the day after yeah. Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And it's just a gluttony. We're all gonna sit around and, and just dream, eat, and until eat until we pass out. And I may just go either take a huge shit and eat more or we'll just go vomit. Yeah and come back for seconds. It's just it's a gluttony. It's like wow, that's that's a way to really show thankfulness there's people really out there that uh would probably kill somebody to eat even a fucking a the sliver food you're throwing away I mean, yeah right and, it's perspective uh, for
0: sure yes it's, it's,
1: it's, the one thing i gained out of the navy because it i think being in the military has a has a tendency to make people disgruntled hmm. a lot of uh, expectations that you never got to live up to and um unless you did which very few people do i think but uh Traveling on the world and seeing some mm. of the things that I saw, it was that was an interesting experience, and uh, I'm thankful for that because I'll tell you what, some of the happiest people I've ever met in my life were from dirt poor countries, mm-hmm. had nothing, they can still smile with no teeth, you know what I mean? And uh, that's should be a reminder to all of us mm-hmm. that it's not about materials, man, it's about the things that that really matter most money will come and go i mean objects come and go i mean unless something has like true sentimental value to it it's just what it is it's just a fucking object
0: yeah it's, it's fascinating the way we've actually definitely been, for sure, programmed, right? Like, a little bit of it is definitely programming and, and forcing us, like, marketing and TV and whatever forces us to want things, to want the newest phone, to want the but newest car. It's constant, car. want. It's constant, yeah. It's, it's never, you never are full, just like with food, no, you're never full. No. Uh, but it's definitely interesting that you go to these countries that, that maybe don't have the marketing, but also they also, because they don't have the ability to get what they want, even if they could get it where uh, they don't have the ability to get what they want because financially they're unable to, they still seem to be happier in many respects more so than the people that have the most.
1: Well, that's, that's uh, kind of what I was, I was saying. Uh, I don't know if we were on, on the mics at the time, but like uh, that dude from Lincoln Park. Yeah. You know what I mean? He just died and, uh, or committed suicide apparently, but it goes to show you here's a person who has fame and fortune and they're still miserable. And then there's more to it. And I'm not going to try to, you know, degrade degrade him. But, I mean, him and Robin Williams, uh, the dude from Soundgarden. Yeah. Oh, Chris Cornell. Yeah. I mean, how many of these people who have everything? Yeah. They have the fame. They have fucking all the money they, they mm-hmm. could ask for. And they still got to fucking go home and yeah. hang themselves because yeah. they're not happy. What's causing them that unhappiness? Mm-hmm. When you cannot buy it, I mean, that old saying, money can't buy happiness. Well, I think it can help, but you have to be able to disconnect yourself from the materials anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I might be able to buy you a chunk of land and put something on it that's enjoyable, but if that's not enjoyable to you, then yeah. it's not going to be.
0: Yeah, you got to feel bad for the family. He has six kids. Yeah, of course, yeah.
1: You know? And I honestly, I was, uh, I don't know, I think with circumstances like this, like like back to the whole telephone, tough guy, keyboard warriors. I got a friend uh, that committed suicide when we were in high school. Suicide's kind of a—it's a subject that should be treated lightly with. And regardless of your views on it, mm-hmm. whether you think that that person is a, a chicken shit because they opted out, you know what? Keep your fucking opinions to yourself, man. People fill up these news feeds with right. with statements like, "Oh, Linkin Park fucking sucked," or "fuck, mm-hmm. Fuck uh, Chester, he's a pussy." Yeah, good, good. I'm glad he fucking mm-hmm. did it. It's one less fucking. Pussy. That's dark, man. I mean, it, too soon. Like, again, that, to me, that's like that's a problem that you got with yourself, even for saying yeah. that statement. To go out there and say that you can think whatever you want. You're entitled to your beliefs, yeah. your opinions, your own thoughts. Um, but. To go on the on news feed and say that... Yeah, and that, say that, yeah. Like, I don't... You know what, dude? Somebody who commits suicide... And they say, back home... There's a lot of people who committed suicide. It's a, it's, it's a subject of... uh needs to be treated lightly. Because everybody in that person's family is going to have a fucking... Have demons to face now. But yeah. Like, what did I do that made him not think that he was loved or cared for? Or uh, it just you know didn't it doesn't even matter if you're a fan of their music just having to respect just that uh, somebody died and like he's got yeah. family yeah
0: you know? well like did you hear some of the comments people were saying about McCain once they found out about the brain cancer like people were saying like oh i'm sure it's like he needs to die like good for him like what dude like what the fuck are these comments like what I mean, do you, you did do yeah, he kick mean, your you dog you sit around
1: and bullshit but like to go on a news feed and say yeah. that, like to me that's like that's that crossing the line like like there's memes that are like We could joke about them But they're fucked I got some on my phone I'm all into fucked up shit <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's hilarious yeah. yeah But there's a point Especially like I got one I sent to a person back home And it's like Not necessarily making fun Of a
0: retarded person But it kind of is
1: Now at the same time I wouldn't go up to a target person and, and fucking Right, right. Yeah. There's, there's a difference though between
0: humor and then going some guy going on, on, on Twitter and being like, oh, I'm glad he's got it, I hope he dies. I'm go, that's that's fucking where'd you go? What do you do? Kick your dog? Like what yeah. yeah? What what where is your where is this coming from? Why do you have a vendetta against yeah. this one guy? Oh, because he's a Republican. It's just like come yeah. on, man. that's not bullshit. enough. That's not even relevant.
1: Yeah. That's not like, enough. unless he buttfucked you or your kids or something. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. It's, it's like dark
3: yeah even people who are like oh man hope obama dies why like Whoa. or even people are like oh man hope donald trump dies
1: no dude you're like funny that you say that because and
3: i'm like okay yeah i understand you hate him that bad but like like there has to be
1: like a limit to like how much you hate you can't be like just with your people that again. again like somewhere in the last couple of years that and I don't, I don't even know but i'm telling you it all boils back to this you have a problem with yourself yeah um because what you were saying, dude, like for eight years, I was never a fan of Obama. Yeah. Okay. And I don't really give a shit. Yeah. Um, and I was kind of one of those guys, that, but, but based on certain media sources, certain things that you were constantly hearing, seeing, they they, they fan these flames, yeah, yeah. Uh, whatever bullshit. And uh, I never liked the guy. But with that being said, I watched eight years of people making all kinds of fucking crazy accusations. Um, saying the most hate-filled fucking speech, and then overnight, when Trump got elected, it was like, boom a fucking switch and all of a sudden it's the same thing but now it's all the other yeah it's just people the same, reverse same. of it and i was like i, I watched it i was like Whoa. yeah it was
3: it was instantaneous yeah. it was and it's like quick everything
1: i've been seeing from this one side just fucking flipped over and now all of a sudden it's just it's the same shit yeah the same it's all thing. from this side of the, the aisle now and you're like what the f-? but it almost that's, feels that's where i really had yeah. like to back away and i'm like hold on here
0: yeah but it almost feels like it's just like that's become the new TMZ, you know what I mean, that's become the new entertainment just to keep people just oh yeah, constantly again, at a certain buzz. I'm so glad I stopped buzz. watching TV
1: man, it got to a point during the whole Trump campaign, uh, and not even the Trump campaign, but even before like I think he even officially was going to run for office, it got to a point where Comedy Central, what's TMZ?
0: It's like, a, it's like a it's like Entertainment a, uh, news It's like entertainment news okay. Kind of thing um,
1: But like Saturday Night Live yeah. And yeah. Comedy Central That's yeah. all they, they were doing Yeah that's all they did That's all, like, all they did People I want to turn into this to see something funny Not something involving politics And yeah. again like mm-hmm. They're just pushing this whole Oh like, this celebrity's Going to make fun Of a, a Republican <laughs> And I'm like And I'm not even a Republican oh, Let's put that out there But it's just like Don't you guys think This ain't even funny anymore yeah. Right nah. Shut the fuck up It's like, it's like up. you
0: don't watch a movie you watch a movie to get out of your current fucking world. Like, you don't watch SNL to get back into it. Like, the only reason those jokes would be funny is because you're keeping up with whatever's going on in the sure. news.
1: Or, you know, once in a while, maybe it's funny. But when it just becomes every fucking skit they do and every night. Like, uh, Jon Stewart um, and, like, it's all Comedy Central became yeah. was just like this, like, hey, let's make fun. And they never did it for the Democrats, really. It was only when it fucking flipped at the mm-hmm.
0: screen. Well, I was very Republican, right? I Demo- mean, a Democrat. Yeah, right? a Democrat.
1: I think a lot of the media has a tendency yeah. to lean that direction. A lot of yeah. Hollywood has a tendency yes, to lean that yeah. direction. Uh, they took Tim Allen's TV show off the air, and they'll, they'll say it was for whatever reasons they want to, but I'm pretty sure there's a large group of people who can advance that uh, it's because he's one of the only conservatives left. In Wait, what was his show? Uh, Last was, Man Standing Yeah uh, I think it was Last Man Standing What was that about Just it was, Tim Allen Yeah show. it's just
0: about oh. him I thought it was like uh, What was uh, the Home Improvement I thought it was like the Home Improvement kinda, down. Yeah
1: it kind of was just like Home Improvement was <laughs> it Different Yeah, set, yeah it was just older same shit You know hmm. well, um, But it's, it's just like Fox News is geared To a certain audience Right CNN is geared To a certain audience uh, Those shows Like uh, Tim Allen's show Where they're geared To a certain audience um, And that's what They're trying to do
0: it, but I, once again, it just feels like the, the news now is just like a, a little dose of just whatever is going to keep everybody just fucking entertained. Because that's how fucking mundane dude, yeah. that's, how,
1: that's how dumbed down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you ever listen to any of Joe Rogan's podcasts? Yeah, I listen like to all he's shit. He's fucking hilarious, dude. Yeah. And I think, like, you know, I don't agree with any, any one person on everything. Right. That, but I think that, you know what, for the most part, I could listen to that dude talk about shit all the time because it's relevant. He talks about how... They're just dumbing people down. And like, yeah. it's, it's fucking true. Mm-hmm. I worked for the school district. I saw it when I was in school. I saw it. I mean, fuck, I did an extra year in high school. I think I got more school than a lot of people. <laughs> Two years of college. I'm going to a technical school. Um, but just seeing like, what the fuck Are we teaching these kids They're yeah. like Back to the Thanksgiving Like they're still Teaching these kids The same watered down Fucking pilgrims And Indian yeah. story Yeah They're, they're running yeah. around On stage Dressed yeah. as fucking Indians And fucking pilgrims uh. And sure It's for the kids But it's like We're kind of distilling <sighs> History, right? inaccurate
0: Yeah it's uh, It's definitely Interesting man What's been happening So We've been at this For two hours now
1: that's
0: cool. So you got somewhere to be, or should we try to do the rest of this next time? Because we haven't even gotten you out of out of the military yet. You're still in boot camp. i might have to do it next time. Uh, we'll dude, I next got,
1: time. I got no life. I mean, we'll have, to, we'll have to do it next time because I feel That's like
0: I have to break this up because editing this bitch is gonna be a pain in the ass. That's fine. But this is um, good, man. This is fun. This is fun because it's like. And I have more questions about boot camp and then afterwards. Sure, and I I
1: have a tendency, I'm fucking ADD, bro. No, you're good. I will will bounce over here and then bounce over here and then bounce over here, bounce over
0: there. You're not as bad as I am. I, I tend to just go random. I'm like...
1: Yeah, oh, well, no. I mean, I guess that's the whole point of editing. Now you can. No, I don't edit much, but I, I I
0: still have to render. It. No, no, I don't edit shit. Like this will no, go on the like way it is. No, you can feather
1: it back together, like, we're, like where no, we start I, to lose. I won't do
0: any of that shit. It's too much work. <laughs> really? <laughs> I'll just dump it, but I'll I'll add something because it has to go on YouTube, so it has to have a visual thing. So I'll I'll add like a thumbnail, or I'll add like a whatever, so it's so on. So do there.
1: You, you ever do oh, like uh, video with this or? Is it just I used audio? to, but
0: the problem is like trying to do video, you got to get multiple angles. Because when you're talking and the camera's here, it's fine for you, but it's not going to see anything that I'm yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah. So in order to do that, we'd have to have two camera setups, which means that for an hour, I'd have to go back and post editing and switch out the cameras whenever one person's talking. So it takes a tremendous amount of work.
1: Yeah, like, yeah ba- no, I can see that.
0: Bandwidth-wise, like it would take me a tremendous amount of time to edit this. Like Right now, all I'd have to do is just go home, create some sort of thumbnail. This motherfucker, every, every week, this motherfucker always ruins the audio.
1: Every
2: week, every week, these motherfuckers. It's, I'll tell you, a, it's he does been, it's
1: been. He's purpose. like, hey, these guys are the mics. They think they're gonna get the. It's been a four thing. for four. <laughs> yeah, four <laughs> for Maybe, four. Yeah, how about, how about next time you it's don't come to the same place? Yeah,
0: yeah, know, it's do probably
1: one of the different. But uh, it's in the back corner of a Chili's <laughs> or something <laughs> by the bathroom. We let people fucking shit and fart.
0: But uh, yeah I mean audio, Visual will be cool But like Rogan's got a good setup Because he's got his own Like yeah. studio You know He's got multiple cameras He's got one facing The guys interviewing One facing him And the Jamie dude Is basically just sitting there Just swapping it out You know To do that To do that Like here I'd have to have Two cameras And if it's a third Like a third camera So the whole thing Becomes like a gigantic production Yeah This motherfucker I'm telling you <laughs> <laughs> He chased us out of here Last week you should see him last time, he was like doing donuts and he was like, this is just doing like 300 feet runs. Yeah. I think
1: it's funny, dude, because I mean, at some point, you when I mean, you got a job, like fuck, you gotta have fun with it, man. Yeah. I mean, dude, there's people that pump Sandy shitters a living. that'd be pretty, but they gotta find a way to make it entertaining. They gotta do it. I think
0: some of them do it like, uh, they see how fast they could do it. <laughs> Yeah, this guy just is just chilling, and I I don't mind. You know, I get it. I get it. if I had like that job, I'd probably just try to make as much fun. As yeah, you can. I mean, there's
1: nothing to say that he actually has to be out here picking shit up. Just drive around, dude. He's got vacuums on the truck. Uh, he's got a vacuum, a shot vac hose. I see him. He can wander around. <laughs> so he's just just going through parking lots, picking stuff up, which is not not a hard job. Honestly, I'd where the fuck you sign up for that job? Just <laughs> <laughs> throw on a
0: podcast and just just shh. Sh- yeah I've, I've
1: actually found Like I'm trying to listen To a little more talk radio Cause like Again I'm tired of fucking uh, The news man Yeah. I'm tired of This bullshit Like you know People need something Like other than This fictitious bullshit Like
0: you're kind of fucked either way. Like, you listen to, to to talk radio, and a lot of it, if you listen to the news, you're just like, I'm done with this shit. And then you listen to the radio, and it's, like, the same 13 songs repeated over and over and right. over. And it's like, man, I'm kind of done with this. So I've defaulted to, like, specifically podcasts when I'm, like, driving or whatever because it's, like, it, especially if you get with, like, a dude like Rogan who gets some really crazy dudes on there who, who can talk about you know string theory and like right. whatever whatever you're talking about science or he gets neil degrasse tyson on you're like all right this is going to be a good one right like it, it, you can get some some information in some education maybe and not just listen to like oh kim kardashian's ass looks fake again it's like why do i give a fuck or the same three songs you heard like an hour ago talk about
1: what i was saying earlier dude. You know, we've created a very uh, autonomous
0: yeah society and it's
1: Automatons. I mean, that's where people are. They don't talk, dude. When I was in college, I mean, I'd walk by people and I could see, like, these younger kids. Like, they would, like, the look on their face was like they're getting flustered because, mm-hmm. like, we're about to make eye contact. And then, like, they'd pull their phone out of their pockets or, like, they would pretend to, like, pick something up on the floor, like, just to avoid, yeah. like, say, yeah. hey, man, how you doing? Or, that, that's hey, happening hey bro, more get often. fucked. You yeah. know, like, I can give a <laughs> shit what you have to say, but, or not even say anything. Just look at them and just, like, like, yeah. a head nod like
0: but yeah. I don't With know phones is making people more socially like anxious and I think it's gonna get worse as we become more of like technology driven sure. you know I, I have people who like would rather send me an email instead of like walking a door over and just being like hey can we take care of this I'm like yeah we can you could have fucking called too but everybody's like here's an email I'm like don't send me a fucking email you're right next to me
1: you're right next yeah, to me. I'm afraid that's that's the, the new uh yeah, it's, it's, the new way it is.
0: It's a little scary for sure, man. And and that, you know, people talk about like, oh, why don't you have kids? I'm like mm. I'm like, I don't know if I want to raise kids in this fucking society right now.
1: Shit, dude. I uh I'm I don't know, I'm in the same boat and I'm not getting any younger, and if it's gonna happen, it needs to happen like
0: now. <laughs> you're like you're like, I'm gonna put it in the will of God. I'm just gonna stop wearing condoms and I'm gonna put it out there in the world. <laughs>
1: Like, I honestly, dude, well, I don't want to be 35, 36 changing fucking
0: diapers, dude. Yeah. Waking
1: up. like, like, all the shit you should have been doing when you were 20 in your 20s, now I got to do when I'm 36. See, I in your get 20s, a little...
0: man, nowadays, like, your 20s are almost like your 30s. Because in your 20s nowadays, you're not going to have a job where you can support that kid nowadays with today's economy and fucking what people are making for money. So they do it, and I mean,
1: dude. I'd love to, uh, and not to turn this into like a race or cultural thing, but I'd like to see some information on how many people are on fucking welfare. Assistance. And yeah, it's like welfare. I mean, because I don't think that there, how many single moms are out there not getting WIC, not getting fucking Medicaid. Yeah, I mean, and so it's all kind of part of a part of the agenda. It's all part of the plan. Get as many people as you can. Hooked on government assistance. Yeah. Because, I mean, dude, I grew up two blocks where I went to school, elementary school, two blocks from Indian reservation back home. I grew up with Native Americans. I mean, I'm dude, I'm so sick and tired of the race card bullshit. Um, but what I've seen, and this doesn't matter, race, color, creed, man, when people get government assistance their entire life their will to fucking strive goes away they don't care like this is why you go to fucking reservations or they look like shit. You go to fucking Section Eight housing. It looks like fucking shit. Well, you go to fucking trailer parks. They look like fucking shit.
0: It's, it's that same it's, argument we've mm-hmm. had about like yeah. when you're getting something for free, there's yeah. no struggle that's forcing that's you I'm to saying. move forward.
1: They don't like, need to do anything. When
0: they pass the minimum wage situation here, like I was pretty pissed off about it because I'm like, dude, that minimum wage just motivates you to try to get something else, either an education or a better job or whatever.
1: I'm mean, like, well, instead of making the minimum wage higher, how about they fix the economy to make food not so expensive. You know what I mean? That's another option, too. Well, that's... that's. I mean, it all goes hand in hand, and it, it blows my mind that you can make fucking high school graduates and, and college students and adults say, if you increase the minimum wage to $15 an hour, what do you think that's going to do to gas? I don't do understand how that's people gonna didn't do think to about bread? that. What do you think that's going to do to everything else? Everything yeah. else is going to go up as well. Yeah, ground, no, that, like,
3: That's what I had been saying. I'm like, yeah, everybody else missed that day in like economics, in economics class, I economics? economics, or whatever economics. class, it's they out. they just missed that day in high school because I one hundred and one. Yeah, because uh, when they said that, I was I was like, yeah, if you do that, that cost goes up. But like everybody else was just like, no, that's cool, just raise it. I'm like, yeah, no, that's not how that works. Yeah, it's not like you're
1: going to get an increase of fifteen dollar an hour. Uh, <laughs> To fifteen dollar an hour minimum wage, and all of a sudden, all the goods and services yeah, just stay the same. That's yeah, that's not how that works. What about people who went to college to get out of college to make fifteen dollars an hour? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah. He's
1: just well now they're gonna go in and say, well, we deserve a raise because if this is entry level job skills, which I I get it, man, I get times are tough and that people. This is with the subject that it's not the minimum wage; it's that times are fucking tough, and that look, man people want to talk about oh you know go get a college education go find a job well it ain't that easy to find a job no pays anymore to where you can support i mean the cost of living has gone dramatically uh in- increased dramatically and i think that that's that's what we need to hit is like how do we fix our economy and how do we yeah. it's not the minimum wage the minimum wage is a reflection of the cost of living it didn't matter if at yeah, one time there was a minimum wage of like two dollars
0: you know what I mean cost of living was a less than yeah yeah so how do we fix that
1: that's because that's the issue that needs to be fixed not the minimum wage it's the cost of living and that it shouldn't take two fucking people a two-person income to support uh, their house and one child
0: right yeah that's what it is now for sure
1: America used to be a better country than that but you got greedy fucking scumbag politicians and rich people that just want to keep shitting on our economy
0: Everybody's got to get that bigger boat, man. Everybody's in yeah, contest for that yeah, bigger boat. Yeah. Got to be well, able to get the, gotta yeah, be get the, got to be able to get the Excalibur of that. You a bigger <laughs>
1: boat can't get you a bigger dick, though.
0: Huh. <laughs> it was that Cialis, man? That's why they made the Cialis and Viagra for those old dudes. Who are just yeah, look at my boat. Let me invite some young twenty-three-year-old girls on my boat. <laughs> yeah, how
1: many of them would? <laughs> yeah, I thought it was funny, man. I, my, I had a college professor. Uh, he was one of my, one of my favorites during college. Cause he really pushed like the whole critical thinking, critical thinking, critical thinking, and really thought like you you say something and then years later I look or months months later years later I look back at what I had said on a paper, what I had said in a discussion, I'm like wow, yeah I, I didn't really think critically. I guess I thought as critically as I could at the time given the circumstances, but uh, he had a joke where he uh, he said so this 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 guy is at like a, a a banquet or whatever and sees this girl super gorgeous and he walks up and he's like hey you know they're, they're talking for a few minutes and says hey you know would you sleep with me for a million dollars and she's like yeah of course and he's like okay he's like well what about fifty dollars and she's like no he says well what about a hundred or 150 dollars she's like no he's like well 200 he's like and she's like no <laughs> What do you what do you think I am? He's like, well, we've already established what you are. Now
0: we're just <laughs> determining a price. Wait, we're just working out the numbers here. So kind <laughs> of uh, haggle. That's the
1: truth, like, yeah. well, at what point is it? Oh, it's you're not a fucking you're not prostituting yourselves. Yeah. If, if it's for X amount of dollars, or for X amount of products, or, or or for a car, or for 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 drugs, or whatever it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That for is an
0: opportunity. Integrity and like having your own like m- m- code of of i don't know the word i escapes me but it's not there like it used to be in 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 older days i mean it's definitely changed primarily because we put so much weight on money too
1: that's again like i'll i'll keep saying the same thing over and over again that i'm i'm so glad like money doesn't motivate me i don't know i don't know why I think it's because I grew up watching uh, my dad like just go to work, and that, that was always his excuse. Well, we got our fucking money. And I'm like, and this is back when times weren't fucking were good for Americans, dude. It's <laughs> back <laughs> in early '90s, you know what I mean? And he was making fucking big money then. I mean, he was making shit. I mean, to say you make a thirty-five dollars an hour now is, is good money. He was making that then. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I'm like, sorry, you got to put twenty grand into your engine in your race car. Yeah. But uh, it's like, oh, you know, you can't do anything without money. You can't do anything without money. And you're like, to a kid, that doesn't make any sense. Kid doesn't get that. Like, I just, like, want my dad to, to spend time with me. You know what I mean? Like, let's go do some father-son stuff. But to constantly hear that, oh, well, i got to work. I've got to make money. I've got to make money. I'm like, God, I never want to be like that. I never want to be like that. I would rather live in a fucking RV, in a trailer park, having just enough money. i have maybe I have a nice job. I'm not opposed to working. I'm not a lazy fuck, dude. I'll work, but I'd rather live in a fucking trailer park or in an RV with enough money to keep riding my mountain bike, keep working out, keep going to the gym, fucking training, take some classes for whatever I want to do. But like, as long as I'm doing stuff that I enjoy... Money don't fucking drive me as long as I'm doing the things that I enjoy. Yeah.
0: There's definitely like a cap on money. Like there's a certain amount of money that you can, you can do what you want and not have to worry about having money. Right. And then there's also like, right. And then there's also like a level where like you just have too much money and you're focused on like, you're, you're almost putting like a, a weird value, your value to the amount of money you have situation. It's like when you're trying to get, when you have a boat, but you're trying to get the Excalibur of boats, like, what are we doing here? How ma- well, How is that boat doing for you? That the other boat wasn't I doing mean, for you. Again,
1: dude. Like I'm. Got nah. no, again, like I'm all for uh, for capitalism, dude. Because that makes people strive, dude. Right. People. I mean, think about it like this, dude. What? Where in the world are motherfuckers getting on rafts, dude, to escape f- from? Yeah. And no one's doing that here. <laughs> yeah No one's going to raft To go to Cuba or To yeah. To go to Cuba Ki- yeah, go yeah. to Cuba We're yeah. going go to we're gonna raft Into uh, Canada I mean, Unless there's like <laughs> Wanted for a crime Or something yeah. like that Right You know what I mean But People aren't leaving This country By the fucking Flocking out of here Dude Because they're trying To find a better life Like Yeah We got a good We got a really good here The problem is What the I mean the It's the Capitalism Is a Well is a really kind of slippery slope. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, you want it because yeah. it makes you strive for more, more, right. more, which is good. But at the same time, when you do get it all, I mean, shit, there's people driving around in cars that do that. The cost of that car could fucking buy you a home for, yeah, guys like mm-hmm. you and me, or pay off people's mortgages. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it, it, I guess that's like, if that's, I don't know. Yeah. Sure. It'd be sick to have, but it's not where my heart's at. It's not what I'm getting out of bed for every day mm-hmm. so I, mean, I don't I don't know I don't, I don't have an answer to that one other than you get so much money that, that that's just nothing to you 200 rack, 200,000 racks is nothing half a million dollars is nothing so I don't know but sometimes those people that make that much money they could fucking hit rock bottom and they'll get that much money back again
0: yeah, for some people I think it's the high of, of it's almost like gambling. It's like the high of, of making the money. Right? Like that's that's kind of what they're looking for. Instead of a drug, maybe they're looking for the high of the rush of, of making that money.
1: Yeah. I mean I wish that like I wish that you could teach that, like, how to make money like that because I'm sure there's a lot of people who would like to to learn. But uh oh, sure. I think it's kinda of funny, because um, 'cause I've read a lot of like self help books. Um, I've had some people tell me I should be a motivational speaker. I'm like, I don't, I, I haven't succeeded at anything in life to where I feel like I, I could even put myself in that position to tell you how to better your life. I can't even figure
0: out a better mine. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's a weird situation, right? Because like, if Tony Robbins, he, one of the arguably one of the highest like paid yeah. self speaker guys, if he didn't do the self speaking though. Like, he wouldn't probably have anything that sure. he was, like, really good at. <laughs>
1: no, absolutely. And that's you know? where, like, I think that, and I, you know, there's going to be people who obviously have uh, a disagreement with this statement. But all the self-help books, all of them, like, I've listened to motivational speeches and shit on the Internet. Listen, I mean, Tony Robbins is just another guy. He's just another, he's a vulture. He's another guy preying on the, uh, the hopes and dreams of other people. Mm. Because every self help book I've ever read, every motivational speech I've ever listened to, everyone's all saying the same shit. Yeah. But no one's it's all telling you the they're all telling you the what. Here's what you need to do. Here's what you need to do. But nobody can tell you the how. How do you hit that switch in your head that says I'm gonna actually start doing
0: these things. Well it's all individualized, right?
1: But that's what but that's what everybody pays to go for. Right. Yeah. It's not the what the what is the same shit your fucking your school
0: teachers were telling you.
1: <laughs> yeah. Here's how to succeed in life. Right. It's the how.
0: I think how. it well, that that almost goes back to like wanting like an easy fix, like wanting a pill to does does everything for you. And the reality is like I think the idea you got to go into it with those things is that you go and hope for that 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 motivates something in you, but you still got to do sure. it. You still have to hope everything that that exists
1: inside of you and yeah, you have to pull it out. Yeah. And that's what they're looking for is the how. How do we pull that out of ourselves? Well,
0: that's easier said than done, usually. All right, brother. We, we actually kept going. It's two and a half hours, and my, my thing's like low All battery, right. low battery. All
1: right, we'll, we'll, we'll stop. There's always another, another Friday. No, for sure.
0: We'll have to to keep going because still, we still haven't gotten into special ops, and I'm curious about a handful of things that we'll get into next time, for sure.
1: All right, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm here for about another year down in Arizona.
0: You finished school then?
1: Yeah, um, I don't know where I'm going. I'm an open book. I don't really care. I actually like going to this place. I might stay just to keep going to this place. Hmm. Um, it's 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 been a struggle. Dude, the last eight months has been kind of tough. I haven't have been kind of a loner for the last eight months. Really? I'm finally, starting to find like a place that I like to go and hang out and, and learn and train. Yeah, it's cool. Because I, uh well, it's just right, the right gym. Here. It's just the gym, right? Fucking. I miss that. You know, I miss being around people motivated to train. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit different training, but it's kind of the same thing. Like I suck at this. I sucked at swimming. Took a long time, but I got I got pretty good at it and that's what I wanna do with this. Like I wanna get pretty good at it because I like it. It's it's done something to myself. It's done something to help me analyze myself and say I like, we need to We need to constantly work on ourselves and improvement
0: um all right hold on let me me turn this off so what we'll do is we'll continue this next time before this thing dies on me and uh we'll, we'll we'll do it again come on brother yo what's going on um so hopefully you guys enjoyed that episode I am running low on energy here, so I'm trying to kind of pop these episodes edited and get them ready. Also, I'm running behind, but anyways, you won't feel any of that. So hopefully, you guys enjoy that episode. I think the idea for next week's is primarily to release it a week from today. That's mostly due to these episodes being very similar in topics, um, but I didn't want to group them because they were organically, like I mentioned, I think before, uh, they were organically recorded in two different situations so it's not like i cut one piece of audio or meeting in half and whatever whatever um primarily because there's so much to discuss i kept going off on tangents and and you can definitely tell um my interviewing skills were quite bad (laughs) but it was basically getting getting my beak wet if you will from there uh I, i hope i i sound a little better in the upcoming episodes but the um there's so much to go over and, and i kept getting stuck in, in in the weeds of things and i tend to do that i tend to get really in deep and, and, and ingrained into something so i kind of really understand what the experience is like and so sometimes that slows the tempo instead of going through chronologically his history with his military experience i've kind of kept digging a little things primarily because i didn't want to forget um topics or, or questions but um the idea, I think, is going to be to record or, I'm sorry, release, edit and release the next episode um, next week. So you guys can kind of, it, while it's still fresh in your mind, you can have some content. And there goes my phone once again. And so ultimately, um, that way you have content at least two weeks in a row for, for this podcast. Moving forward, we'll see. I'm going to tinker with a couple of other things that I'm trying to um, organically bring to the podcast. I think you'll kind of see those as they come out. But um, yeah, that's it. Um, Hopefully you guys enjoyed this. If you have questions, comments, I'm always up for criticism. Um, There should be links anywhere, everywhere and anywhere you're listening to this, whether it's iTunes or YouTube or Stitcher or Podbean or whatever. Dude, seriously, I'm trying to record a podcast. Um, There should be links for anything. If not, go to IG, Instagram for you old people. And if you don't know what Instagram is, don't then you what you'll do is uh, send me a dm or something i don't know figure it out there's a way to do it that's it uh, i'm gonna go edit this get some coffee no, no no get some coffee then edit this and then probably go to sleep i wonder if the coffee's gonna affect that anyways we'll see you guys next week